Greetings. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to uh, episode 11, right? 11. 11, yeah. Preston's confused and thought this was episode 12. In some parallel dimension, we're actually in like episode 30. Yeah, all my friends are going to be really disappointed to find out we have not made Like I episodes. said, you just need to get new <laughs> friends and then you can correct it. You're fine. I don't see a problem in any of this. I don't want friends. <laughs> <laughs> if I could get less friends, that'd be good. More people like subscribing to the podcast, but like don't actually talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> It's rough, isn't yeah, it? One sided relationship, please. <laughs> Just listen to all the shit I have to say, but also be quiet all the time. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. If that's okay, I would like someone to do that. <laughs> yeah. So, how you guys been doing? Okay. Yeah. Doing well. Doing fine. Sounds like, it's, sounds like it's Dude, been great. Fine. Yeah. Would you like to hear what we're talking? Like what games we're playing? Is that what you meant? I don't fucking know. You tell me. What no. have you been doing, Preston? I've been avoiding people. Like if we're going to talk about it, let's talk about <laughs> it. I hate people and I've been hiding from them. Well, if you've been hiding from them, what games have you been playing to hide? Ah! With? What do you think? Legendary what? transition. No, it was pretty sweet. Is that good? <laughs> that was an awesome segue. That was planned. We should keep, we should make sure we have awesome segues like that and everything. What do you think? Should we talk about Borderlands first or what I've actually been playing? What do you think? Hmm. We'll talk about it at the end, like last time. Since ah, that's, that's a, a good idea. So, I finished the third Spyro in the uh, Reignited Trilogy. Brandon's right, it's boring. It's pretty much the same as 2. You played a 3D platform, you know what it is. Uh, they just make you play other characters that are basic one gimmick. And then... That's it. And then they just make you keep playing this shit over and over and over again. There's probably like 20 fucking worlds that you do not care about. None of the story makes sense. No one gives a shit. It's a stupid dragon trying to... And a cheetah and a rabbit get married. That was kind of cool. <laughs> that's that's the way I like to... That escalated. It. Yeah, it was pretty sweet at the end there. I wasn't expecting it. They threw me for a twist. Those will be some interesting babies. Chabbits? Chabbits? <laughs> <laughs> I think you just came up with one of those uh, Spyro, the Skylanders characters. I think it was one of the first ones they had. Chabbits. That's their magical power. I don't know, dude, but they're gross. Let's see. Then I played more... Um, oh, the Dead by Daylight release for the Demogorgon for Stranger Things came out. So I've been trying him out. He's pretty boring. I think he's the worst killer in the game. Easily looped, but... I wouldn't go so far as to say the worst, but... I think he's he definitely is right now. not game changing. I think he's boring as shit, man. Is he slower like, not, than not, anybody not, else? I, I didn't mean his like capability. No, not like capability. He can chase. He at the very least, he's an M one killer, which means he can just swing and hit people. But I think he's so easily looped that it just kind of ruins. I think he's boring because that's what he ends up turning. He almost kind of reminds me of like a Billy or a Leatherface that revs that chainsaw a little yeah. too early around the loop. Where, yeah, like, you I mean, the only good thing is that he doesn't slow down when he does gets ready for a charge. So, I mean, you can mind game them around pallets to, throw to make them drop early. down early. Yeah. Right. So he needs very specific builds, I think, to be effective. Like strength. Pop, Pop Goes the Weasel is fucking awesome on him. I will say that. Uh, make sure you always have one of your teleporters down, too, uh, that you can just throw down and go back. Um, so make your choice only works that way, only if you get him in the basement. He's a good basement build, but a lot of killers are. So I think he's just not, not in capability like he's... Like Freddy was the absolute worst, right? right. Like actually, skill wise, like yeah, he's just he's just boring. 
to me. I don't like him. I get it. New map is really weird looking, though. So we played more of that. Um, then what else do I got here? It says Gears 5, Germ. Did I play Gears 5? I don't know. Did you? I don't know. I played Gears 4. I feel like that's Gears 5. Yeah. It's... <laughs> that rough? It's the exact the same. same. Yeah, it's... If you've played Gears 4, you've played Gears 5. I'm assuming the multiplayer is where it's going to be at, because... Which is, I guess, not a bad thing. I still like Gears. Like, every Gears I've enjoyed, even 4. I know you don't like 4, but... But this one, you're not really feeling it, though? Like, there's not enough of a change from 4 to 5? I don't see any change, except for they've added... I don't even remember if they did this in 4. Um, do you remember that robot thing that went around with you? His name was Jake or Jeff or something. I don't even know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he would, like, open doors and yeah. shit. Jack. You, Jack, okay. Uh, you can customize him more in this one, so you can give him special abilities... And when you play co-op mode, someone can play him. Okay. Yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's We weird. talked about that in a previous one because it's like a it's a pseudo four players. I think you can actually have three people playing as characters, and then the fourth one will play as Jack. Okay, that's just weird to me. I don't know who the hell wants to be the robot. Because yeah, you just, you he just can, float but around he can and do, do more damage anything. now too. Like you can upgrade like his electrical beam to actually go up there and fuck people up. Like, I actually wasn't hitting anybody for a while there. But, I mean, it looks just like Gears 4. If you've played Gears Same 4, yeah. Everything, probably. yeah. I, I don't even know if it looks better, to be honest. When did 4 I come out? I would have better, but... How many years? It's only been, what, maybe two three, years at three, most? Two or three years, yeah. yeah. So, it, it, it hasn't been that long, but... Mm. I mean, it's still fun. It still plays well. It's still... It's just Gears. It's still Gears at yeah. heart. Yeah. So... Well, that means at least the next one will come out probably on um, whatever the next console is. I could see that. Ooh. I thought this one might have was going to at first, but did I it was wrong. did it li- did it end on a cliffhanger though, or or have you even Four? gotten to that point? No, five, five. Oh no, I've only I've only done the first three chapters. Okay, but I don't care about this okay. story okay. at all. Like it's so boring. All right, no problem. I don't even. I think Marcus Phoenix is a douchebag, <laughs> and I think all his kids and their kids that the new gears are douchebags. I think they all are just. Dumb. The only cool one they've is Bear. Kind of been right. Yeah, they've all been douchebags. Like I, I kind of liked Cole in the first Cole or Chang second. Is cool. Yeah, and I like Baird because he's just a douchebag. But he owns it at least. Yeah, he's like, he's but like he, I know yeah, I he's am. he's a confident douchebag. I enjoyed him, but Gears has some real boring characters, and they try to do like those serious moments, and you just don't care. No, I don't they, know. They Have do you... seem very cookie cutter. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Like some different mechanics introduced in, I would say one through three, and then judgment was just meh. But then four, I like I downloaded it to try to get myself up to speed to start start playing five. I haven't touched four. It's, like I played a little bit of it, and I'm now just like, do I even bother? God, I'm making it sound like they're bad. I I, I like them. They're fun games. It's just I really would like some innovation somewhere in this. I hate. Tried and true formulas little... that you do not. Yeah, it's the same problem I have with Borderlands and Call of Duty. I just throw something new in there that I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know what you would do. Like maybe a different enemy or something. I don't know. Go to a different planet. Maybe it's know. one like we talked about a few recordings ago about shelving and kind of waiting for a while to see how the market changes. See if that one might be one to kind of come back around in another like ten years or so and see. Hey, here was this property. Let's let's see what we can do different with it that they didn't do at that point in time. Yeah, I wouldn't mind taking a break for some gears. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the only good news, they're so short that mm-hmm. they don't eat my time like Borderlands eats my time. And let's see, I started and finished Blair Witch yesterday. It's a five-hour game. If you want to look at some shitty graphics, 
you should play Blair Witch, man. Jesus Christ, I have never seen. I don't know if I've ever seen a game besides Silent Hill take advantage of lack of light to cover up all the shit that's not out there, and they just throw up invisible walls everywhere. It's so fucking retarded. I had at least four to five game breaking bugs that I had to restart the fucking game because the game decided you were not going to progress. But the worst part, like it was, I had to investigate a shed and then I had to go back and I couldn't get back because the game decided to throw up barriers because it's fucking dumb. It like trees grew in the way and I couldn't get back that way. So I'm trying to find a different way That's around. Trees work. Yeah. Well, in the Blair Witch Forest, it does. Like I get it because it, it likes to mess with your head, like of what's happening, kind of thing. But so they just kept throwing up shit and I couldn't. I thought. I was doing it wrong, and it turns out that the when they threw up the old ones or the new barriers, they didn't open up a new way for me to get in, and I had to quit out, reload, and then as soon as I did, I was right there, and I was like, oh, I can just go through here now. I was beyond pissed, though. I'm like, God, I have just been ripped out of the immersion of this fucking, like, because it does a good job of giving you some anxiety. Like, because all you have is a flashlight. There's no gun. There's no nothing to, to, to fight the ghost. I don't know. I don't even know the story of Blair Witch, so I don't know how flashing a flashlight in their face scares the hell out of them, though. So, we've, case, got, we've got hundreds of hours in Dead by Daylight that says, "Here's why." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that was actually what stops killers. Apparently, is a flashlight. Uh, you have a dog with you the whole time. He's kind of dumb. I like petting I the dog. That would be a selling point for you. <laughs> like, no, because I knew as soon as they did, I was like, "You're gonna kill this fucking dog." <laughs> I knew as soon as they showed me the dog, I was like, "Man, you're gonna make me fucking kill him, aren't you?" They don't. It was pretty nice of them because I wouldn't do it. They give you the option, like he gets hurt, and they're like, "Take him with you or leave him there." I'm like, "Why the fuck would I leave him there?" So I pick his ass up, and you have to just run around this never-ending loop in uh, Canyon Gorge, and you have to pass out. And it took like fucking 18 minutes. And my, and the dog, the, it's realistic dog sounds. So Hayes and Charlie are sitting next to me on the couch. And he's making the whining sound that a dog would make. And they are freaking the fuck out on the couch. Because they're like, what is going on? Because they think there's a dog outside. So they're jumping up. And Hayes thinks there's one on the other side of the door behind the, the TV. And he's running after it. He's like, what's over there? And I'm like, dude, just shut the fuck up, dog. So that I, <laughs> so that I don't break this game. I was like... It makes things go on way too long that it didn't have to. That's my biggest gripe with the game. Even the end of it, which is really good. Like, they do a lot of psychological shit in the end, and it still goes on way, like, ten minutes too long. I was just a fucking bummer. Like, it's good good reviews. I would say, because it's only five hours, so I think it's worth a playthrough, but... If it was any longer, it would just be a complete waste of time? Yeah, because it's really hard for me to play horror games for more than, like, an hour or two at a time because I just get bored with horror games because they don't scare me, actually. I just want to see what the story is. So the fact that it's only five hours and not 20. If it was 20, I'm like, fuck this, like, Sinking City. Fuck that noise. I am not sitting around here for 20 hours to try and make this dog do something and he eventually just fucks shit all over the place. He took a piss on a corpse right in front of me. Nice. I was trying to pet him. That was the command I put in, but somehow there is no piss command, Germ. I checked for it, and he just pisses all over the place. So, that's Blair Witch. It's okay. <laughs> uh, not great, but other than that, just Borderlands. It's a big list. It's pretty lengthy. I'm always playing games. So mm-hmm. What do you got, Dan? Well, um, 
I only did a little bit of Fire Emblem this week. No, I want to hear a lot about it. <laughs> well, I mean, I can what? talk a lot about for it. You, Don't for you, you worry. <laughs> because this has been kind of an ongoing thing, what defines a little bit for you? Uh, two chapters worth, so maybe two hours. Okay. Play? Okay. That is I mean, definitely that is a, a little, little bit. bit. That's a yeah. little That's bit. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, no. So. We expected at least four more playthroughs by now. Uh, yeah. That's that's, that's going to happen when I uh, finish Borderlands, which I just did. So next week. Back to Ooh. it. <laughs> Back to it. <laughs> New game plus, plus, plus. Right, yeah. Um, so yeah, I only did a couple chapters there. Still in the first part of my third playthrough, so nothing really changed. Same basic story for the beginning. And um, a little bit of Dead by Daylight with the new Demogorgon. Only played a couple matches because it was taking me forever to find matches on the first day. Oh, yeah. And I then... And it 20 was minutes to well, find yeah. a lobby for Killer. Yeah. But you could find Survivor instantly. Right. And then I was having people that were, like, leaving lobbies, like, as the game was loading in. So 20 minutes of wait time. And then the game would cancel. So I'm like, oh, cool. I have to wait another 20 minutes. So I only did a couple matches. And I was like, okay, I'll just wait for a week or so until it kind of normalizes again. So I'll try that some more this upcoming week. And, and How'd you like him, though? Like, I mean, yeah, he was... <sighs> am I wrong or am I just being bitchy? I don't... Maybe what's a it, little bit, but... What's its special ability? So he's got a couple. So he can put... He basically puts, like, a, a tunnel entrance on the floor. Okay. And then you can place Traver- another one somewhere on the map. And if you're standing on one of those tunnel openings, you can see all your other tunnel openings, and you can teleport to them underground. So okay. He's, so he's very... He's very, traversing the upside-down world of that that's, that's what I figured. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it gives you basically a fast travel across the map then. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Which is um, good for hurting and survivors and knocking down generators. So I, it's a good power. It's just it's not as effective as So the survivors can close them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a way to counter him. Um, the other thing he does is he um, he charges up a... a basically, like, a, an extended lunge. It's called the Shred. Okay. And so it's... It's actually a lot harder to control than I thought it was going to be. Um, There's no left or right turning on it as soon as you've activated it. Yeah, like as you soon as you as soon as you you've started the motion, going, it's going. You're going to go in a straight line. Okay, so you basically have to plan it out where you have to guess what they're going to do. Like, okay. and because he gives and he gives a tell, he opens his mouth. Then you can he does a roar to it's let you know he's about to do it. So the survivor's looking behind him; he knows he's going to do it. So all they have to do is make a sharp left or right, and then you will miss. Wow. If you're not guessing where they're going to go. Huh, right. Okay. You'll have to play him, sure. So, I will. <laughs> so the only thing that I can say that's really good for it is if you... Because what, what I usually use it for is I use it to down survivors. So I'll chase them initially normally, and I'll smack them. And usually when you smack someone, if they're looping or something, they'll leave that loop or, or whatever, right? And I use that shred to capitalize on any mistakes that a survivor makes. If they make... A T-wall or a jungle gym, if they go the wrong way or something, it's really easy to punish someone for not doing proper loops. Well, so not from my, my point hmm. of view. That, I agree with you. Like, that's like that's what I meant by the, I guess, the mind games, because then they, they know you're going to... You, they the Like, if you're running a T-wall, and he knows he's going back to the second through the second T-wall, and he knows he has enough time for a normal loop, but with the shred, you could catch him there. Right. He's going to veer off. So all you have to do is like charge the shred to fake it, and he's like, "Oh shit, I gotta turn off," and he'll turn off, and then he's fucked up his whole loop. Right. So I, I yeah, he's good for mind games, but well, even even survival, but like a normal pallet loop. Oh my god, all fucking day. That's true. But but see, but then I'm just 
I'm not trying to shred at that point. I'm just like, let me just do my normal loop with you. I just want to do the shred, man. And then let me I just play, I want to use play with the, play the best for her. Save the best for last. <laughs> I don't want to waste no tokens. <laughs> ah. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't mind him. He's not, he's not overpowered by any means necessary. He's not. I don't think he's really underpowered. He is very middle of the pack. So nothing game changing. Same with all his perks, really. Nothing is really too, like, oh my god, I need this perk for every killer, you know. I think unless you're the nurse, hillbilly, or spirit, you're all middle killers. <laughs> pretty much, that's, yeah. That's basically the way I think. Mm-hmm. Like, none of you, maybe Myers. I'll put Myers up there, too. He's pretty good. I like Myers. We love you, Jeremy. Ah, if you so, played killer, you would know more about these. Yeah. That's, the opportunity hasn't come up to play killer yet with you guys, so. Well, you can't play with us. Oh. Yeah. Well, I guess we could do a survive with friends if you want chaseless. Yeah, that's all the game would be. <laughs> I was like, oh, I know, I know how you guys My play this game. God. I know exactly. How it's <laughs> yeah, I thought the goal was to time. get you to want to play it though, and not just fucking throw down your controller in frustration because you can't find us. Remember when I made that wraith rage quit? Yeah, we don't want yes. to do that to you. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what we want to do. Um, so yeah, other than that, those are the two main ones, and then I sunk the majority of my time into Borderlands this week. So I guess we can talk about that. I'm I would say probably the main campaign. So I'm doing every side quest mm-hmm. that pops up. As am I. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that one for a second. I am, aren't I? He is, but the, he's doing them all weird. So whatever. I do them as all they weird. show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what defines weird? Okay, I go so back and what? forth between areas instead of just doing everything in an area and then leaving. So, I go so back and forth a, all over. There'll the be place. a story mission. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be a side quest that pops up at the entrance to this map that we're at. Okay. And what I will do is I will cycle through those two quests mm-hmm. and do them simultaneously mm-hmm. to most efficiently do this run once. So then you don't have to come back to that area to do something. I Correct. do things one at a time, and I do them very well, Dan. I don't want to give each quest my half-assed attention. <laughs> <laughs> this game deserves my full attention. <laughs> he says, being bored and playing other stuff in the background. Yes. He doesn't care about this <laughs> I am bored. Yeah. With it. No, so yeah, I'll do, I'll do everything in an area. So I'll stay in an area for longer mm-hmm. than I need to. And, and that's kind of, it's almost like I, I get a little bit of fatigue because I'm like, I want to see something new. I want to do some different area. I just want a different surrounding, different setting. That's why I do it. So I'll see something new. I'm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I play a different game. So yeah. play Blair Witch. It won't take long. So yeah. <laughs> see something new for five hours and then go back to this piece of shit game. <laughs> so yeah, I just I just finished that. So side quests, all of them, main campaign. It was like 50 to 60 hours. Mm-hmm. So it is, a, it is a meaty game. A lot meatier than I was anticipating for a Borderlands game. Is it I, don't, really, I don't remember. Is it really that long? Yes. Fuck. Like you know, you know the the size of the map on eight six games. that you're on, right? Like that swamp. Yeah. Like from that point on, maps are about that big. You're not making me happy. And, like, and, and you'll everything see like, you're saying, you're making me not want to play. And it. you'll see like four or five on an area that you have to go to. This means I got to drive. Have you driven in a Borderlands game? Yes. Good. Because it's shit in this one too. <laughs> yes, I played one and two, so I know how the driving works. I why don't you fuck? Why don't they fucking fix it? Like because it's a Borderlands game. Apparently, it didn't need to be fixed. There's a lot of things they see. There's a lot of things they did fix, though. Why can't they fix that? 
That's only one of my gripes. Good. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was really it. I mean, multiplayer is still a little buggy. Obviously, we've experienced that. There's always lag now. Oh, when you left, my armor went away. <laughs> so I had to finish the rest of the next that whole area, and I had to keep going back. And I had no idea how much shield power I had because the meter just disappeared <laughs> on my game. And I was like, wow. huh, this is fucking great." <laughs> so I well, was like, well, "It was like the other night we were playing, and and all my weapons disappeared." <laughs> I, could, I couldn't toggle to swap weapons. It's buggy as hell, I couldn't go to my man. inventory and actually take out the weapon and put it back in. Did you have to leave the game and reload I had, it? I had to restart the entire game. Because I, I was like, maybe I'm lagging out or something. And I, and I see Preston still shooting these mobs. And I'm like, well, I guess I can throw grenades. So I threw my six grenades. I like, handled it. Well, Don't I'm worry. Down. I was going to pick up that game. But remember I made that comment that said, you know, picking it up day one would be nice. But I want to wait a little bit for all the bugs and shit to be worked out. I still haven't picked it up yet because I I'm mean, still waiting for all I mean, every game has bugs, I guess. Like, especially one that big. It's a yeah, big it's game, go, it's so going to, it's yeah. going to. Like, oh, I, I fully expect but, it. But they, they fully acknowledge it, too, so it's not like they're like, no, no, game's fine. It's not. If Don't give me, as long as they don't give me Borderlands 76. Like, that's the only one Ooh. I don't want. They've are, you, they're already almost there with the vaults and shit, so just mean, they're working their way up. Well, at least there's other people in this game. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that one where we were doing that cutscene and my monkey was walking through the cutscene, but they took the monkey yeah. out of my gun. This gun is just floating around in the cutscene. And someone's dying in the cutscene. It's supposed to be like an emotional Borderlands moment. Well, just and there's just a gun pistol. floating around. <laughs> and we're like, wow, this game's immersion is really shitty right now. <laughs> This is fucking... It is buggy as shit, man. Have you done the Proving Grounds yet? I have not done Proving Grounds. Well, I've, I've heard you get really good loot, so we might try... Maybe we should try one of those. I heard you get some really sweet loot out of that. But I hear that it's hard. So, like, I guess, like, your Diablo dungeons were... Yeah, you got good loot, but fuck, they were... Those time rifts, yeah. They took it up a notch. Well, yeah, I mean, so... I actually kind of wish I had not done all the side quests first. Because when you finish the main story, you unlock Mayhem mode. Tell me... I'm level 30. You could have told me this shit. <laughs> well, I just finished it, so now I can tell you to do the rest. Because we unlocked Surprise. Mayhem mode. You told me 15 levels ago not to be a jackass and do all this stuff. So Mayhem mode is just more... Enemies have more health and, and shields and stuff, but it's like double experience. Mm. So I'm like, I wonder if that's why... Because I know some people who are, have been 50 for like almost a week now. And I'm like, I'm literally... I played this like nonstop for the last two days, and I gained 10 levels. And I'm like, how are you guys max level so quickly? And I think they just sped through the story, which makes sense that, you know, even like Emily said that, you know, Chris, they were close to the story. And they're only Chris just lies to her. He's never been honest with her. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's always hiding something, that fucker. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's, it's still, it's what you'd expect from Borderlands. So I was, I was pleased with it. There was, there were some, some story moments that you don't expect. So it's, it's good. Are you ready for my gripes about it, Sherm? I want better jumping. I don't even care if you're ready. Here we go. I want better jumping. I think the jumping sucks ass sometimes okay. in that fucking game. It gets worse because the platforming gets more difficult for, yeah, the, for like, those radio towers and stuff. Yeah, that was one of my problem. Like the one where I had to hop between the beams to get to the end of it yeah. and then jump up. I fell like 18 times. I'm like, God, this is just fucking terrible. I was like, if you gave me better platforming. Because sometimes it'll auto grab onto the wall and like, oh, I'll pull myself up. I'm like, okay, right. sometimes I have to hit the double jump. And there's no way of knowing what I need to do. It's fucking retarded. It's really bad platforming. Sometimes you almost have to like undershoot 
just so you can grab, but even sometimes the grab doesn't but then, work. Yeah, but then it doesn't work, and then you just look like you hit your face on the side of the beam. So it's really bad platforming. Like, I don't even know why that's included if you're not going to make it okay. I don't know. I was just bitching that I wanted innovation from Gears, and look what happens when Borderlands give me some innovation. I'm just bitching about it. Mm-hmm. It's not good innovation, though. Platforming's never a good thing to add in a shooter. I don't know of any shooter that does it well. Well, especially when the jumping is so floaty. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, you obviously, you know, in yep. Borderlands, when you jump, it feels like you're... The gravity's different, you know? Is there mm-hmm. a fucking shooter that does platforming well? Um, I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. It's tough for me to think of one, too. I guess Mirror's Edge. <laughs> that's the only one. Do you really want to call that much of a shooter, though? I mean, it has shooting elements in it. But I would say oh, it's because it's first person. That's yeah, okay. 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 Fair it's, enough. I didn't, I didn't struggle with Dooms. No, Dooms worked. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of that, too, for all those secrets. I, you just know it's going to be a problem. I don't know why you put it in the game. And then I don't like the character writing. Everybody seems the same. Like the way how funny Tiny Tina Tiny Tina is in the first one, and Handsome Jack is, or in the second one. Sorry, it feels like they try to make everybody that, and I think that people lose their personality. So like, they got really full of themselves when they were writing these characters, and it's just if, like yeah, everybody, everybody needs to be yeah, funny. Everybody has to it has to be a funny quest, otherwise it's not even worth it. Like the fucking coffee, and it just ends up being annoying to me. Like the one where you have to go fucking fetch coffee. There, for there 45 are some minutes. quests that you can tell are just. I don't even I don't even know how to describe it, but but the, the weird thing is is like some this, quests work. Yeah, some of them do, but it's like, like usually it's usually it, it's oh. usually when I'm not doing like a menial task. Though this is a galaxy full of people that have the worst priorities ever. They're like leading rebellions, and he's like, "I need coffee now, motherfucker, or else shit's not going down today." And they have all their priorities mixed up. They're all a bunch of retards. Like, at least Handsome Jack, he still had the overall goal of trying to kill you. He just did it in a funny way. Right. That's completely different. It's just bad writing, I mm-hmm. think. But I don't really care about the story. I'd turn on Beverly Hills 9210 anyway. So. There you go. <laughs> that makes it better. <laughs> if you want good writing, turn on some shitty show from the 90s. What are you playing, Sherm? Honestly, tiny bit of Overwatch and tiny bit of Apex Legends just because it's the game my son and I play. Um, Link's Awakening has been taking up my entire weekend. I hear it's good. So, yeah, so, like, I was showing you guys, though, before we started recording, so I did pick up the Switch Lite, um, because my kids have really wrecked the Switch itself that we have, so I need my own thing just to be able to keep away from them, but... Links, I know. It it's, seems to be when everybody gets a new Switch for yeah. like it's this is my Switch, the other one's my oh, no. child's. That was literally Switch. that was literally what I told them. It's like this is dad's. Don't touch. <laughs> Don't touch it. Yeah. I'm gonna touch this. You're you're I'm more than welcome to, yeah. So Oh, I dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> the man child dropped it. Anyway. That crack was there on the screen before. I swear. <laughs> yeah, that really hurts. A lot uh, of porn on here, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I should apologize for that. It is my Switch. Let me do what I want. So, Link's Awakening. I never played the original or DX, so this is my first foray with it. Um, I like it. The only thing, though, is the Force perspective when you're in the overworld really messes with my eyes. So you've got the uh, center. I literally just thought the same fucking thing when you said that. Yeah, so the center... So, okay, you guys have it up. Yeah, yeah we're taking So the center... Um, uh, horizontal portion, of course, is clear so you can see everything, but then the force perspective of it, it being cloudy, yeah, it messes with your eyes. But when you go into dungeons and to 
uh, buildings and houses and that, you don't have it. Because, of course, it's such a small area to work in. Um, characters look great, though. Um, the actions, plenty. You know, it's, it's a Zelda game. Uh, they did copy elements over, oh, though, from Breath of the Wild. So the map in there and the map in there allows you to place icons on different things. So if you need to make records of where, like, a great fairy fountain is, you can do that uh, just by putting in, like, the, the symbols of a suit of cards. Um, the uh, menu, the rest of the menu, of course, functions the same way as Breath of the Wilds does, too. Of course, you're limited to the items because, of course, this was a Game Boy game back in the day. So there weren't many items anyway. But reading up on the history of Link's Awakening and how they kind of had some free reign with the characters they put in here, there are a lot of other Mario characters in this game. So I've run into um, uh, Cheap Cheeps. I've run into Goombas. I just took a capture. Like one of your... (laughs) One of your uh, one of your missions is actually to go save a chain chomp. Hmm. Like it's actually someone's pet in there as a chain chomp. So you have to go and rescue them, and they end up actually being a really good help. Like I wish I could just keep the chain chomp with me the entire time. Uh, yeah, so a lot of those in there. I love the game though. Like I'm already through five of the main dungeons. Is this just a so, remake? It's a full remaster of it. So it's it's one for one with the game. It's one for one with the original, of course, save for all the updates and that. Um, like what Medieval will be. Right. Yeah, yeah that's a remake, not a remaster. Yeah. So Rocket League plays. I haven't even played Rocket League on there. I just have installed it so far, but I have actually booted it up. Um, I like it, though. I'm actually almost, like I said, I've got five of the dungeons finished. i got oh, 13 heart bad. containers so far. <laughs> that looks bad. Yeah. It's passable. Shut up. Just <laughs> shut up. God, so Link's I'm Awakening so is my big one. Yeah. And of course, <laughs> for those, of course, as we're recording, since you can't see this, Preston is playing this on the Switch Lite that I picked up. Yeah, I'm taking um, a look. I like the Switch Lite. I like the feel of it, so its yeah. size feels better. Well, like I was talking in our, our Messenger that, thread, that though. Feels, is, that looks big. Yeah, like I was talking in our Messenger thread, is that the plastic has a little bit of a texture to it, but the first time I pulled it out of the box and held onto it, I felt like I was going to drop it. I really felt like I was going to actually um, drop it there on the floor at work because I went and grabbed it on my lunch break on Friday. Where the fuck you um, go in this game? <laughs> I had a one of the things though I noticed on the Switch when I'd play it in portable mode is that I had a weird feeling always with my hands. Like I always felt uncomfortable playing games on it for some reason. Um, I don't know. It felt like I was a little cramped up because I do have some larger hands compared to the actual size of the console itself, but. That, I don't know why. I just, it's smaller, so maybe just things being a little bit more, compa- I don't know how to describe it. The I feel more are comfortable. the same. Why am I forgetting how to play this game? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played yeah. this for so long, and yeah. I, I've forgotten all the buttons, Dan. <laughs> As he struggles. <laughs> I keep pushing break for go, and I'm like, what is wrong with me? So this, I'm just... Uh, I'm just waiting to see what happens. So with the Switch Lite, like we talked about before we started recording, is oh, that supposedly the Joy-Con or the analog sticks in here are the exact same ones that they used in the uh, Joy-Cons that suffered from the drift problem. Oh. So I'm just waiting to see what happens. But a lot of the teardown videos I've seen show that it should be pretty easy to get into. I just need one of those Nintendo uh, oh. trilobe screwdrivers, and then I can get right in no problem. Ah, fucking ball lock. I don't... You know, I never experienced an issue with with uh, drifts on mine, and I've had mine since day one. And I don't, I don't know if it's 
part of me thinks like, man, do these people just really mishandle their their products? Like, it's possible. Because like for me, I, there's I've never had an issue with that, and I, and I use it quite a bit. I don't use it every day, but see, I got like using the Joy Cons was fine. We don't play enough games that actually rely on motion, though, to have the Joy Cons um, unhooked from the Switch itself. So I play most of the time on the Pro Controller. Hmm. Uh, oh, speaking of which, that's one thing that gets to me too is ah, that they should game. they did not include a kickstand on the Switch Lite. They should they still should have because I want to take my Pro Controller with me wherever I go. So like if I can go play Smash Brothers on this, no you know I want to be able to stand up. Yeah, there's no kickstand. So I bought a case for it that I can actually prop it up in there. You should so return if it. I take my Pro Controller. <laughs> so if I take my Pro Controller with, I can I'll buy it from you, way. but only for ten dollars. Uh, not I will sold. buy it for pennies on the dollar. <laughs> not, not, not sold. Hold on, you haven't heard the best part. I will include a copy of Blair Witch. <laughs> <laughs> so really, you're giving me five dollars <laughs> and a hell of a good time. <laughs> five dollars for five hours. Oof. What a cheap uh, slut! <laughs> you cheap uh, slut! <laughs> ah, man, this is Dan. I don't know why I've forgotten how to play Rocket League. All of a sudden, when you handed me a, when I've been handed a Switch, I did discover though, I will need to sign up for Nintendo Switch Online though. Now having got this, because if I want to take or use any of my saves off of the regular Switch, um, without Nintendo Switch Online, I have to rip them from that Switch and put them on there. So which means I can't just, you know, if I play Link's Awakening on that, but then I want to throw it up on the TV, I have to download my save from the light to the regular switch okay unless you do the cloud save see if you're retarded like i am yeah unless you do the cloud save functionality but yeah you have to pay for it i mean it's 20 bucks a year for an individual membership so i figure maybe why not i'm gonna make him play this because it's i feel retarded like trying to do anything i forgot all the buttons that was a straightaway. I saw that. It was a straightaway shot. That wasn't even... Don't fucking give me that look, you dumb bitch. <laughs> it was a straightaway shot, America. <laughs> and Italy. We were quite famous. They did it again. <laughs> I scored two. The first six goals weren't you, asshole. <laughs> what does high score mean? Did I make it? <laughs> <laughs> fucking frick. I helped. This is just like... He's getting all the straight shots, Sherm. Like, when I'm watching this, he's getting all straight shots. All right, I'm watching oh, no, from he's here. Wearing, he's playing with camera. I watch it from on. here. Look, right see, here. look at that. Well, that's not a straight shot. Oh, he didn't make it on the first try. <laughs> that's weird, America. Well, it was a straight shot, and somehow he didn't make it on that first shot. Is it still not in yet? That's weird, because he's been going for a long fucking time. Yeah, make sure it gets right in front of the fucking goal before you make it. Yeah, make sure. <laughs> you fucking dick. <laughs> What's high score did I win? No, I still have six goals to your... Nah, you only have five. Sorry, bitch. <laughs> Man, this is rough. Does that clock ever go down? Yeah, it's going down. It's counting down just like normal. It was at 228 when I handed you the controller. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was 240s when I had it. No, it was 228 when I handed it to you. I'm really good at the game. I know why. <laughs> I'm really good at this game. Um, I like it better so far than what I've played of other Switches, but I don't have a Switch, so. This is a pretty, it's, I like that screen there, Sherm. I don't know what the fuck Link's Awakening's problem is. That was weird looking. It's the, it's the Force perspective is all it is. Well, I don't like that. Why'd they do yeah. that? I don't know. 
Why would the, you? Uh, I mean, the original Link's Awakening anyway was top down, being a Game Boy game. So I have no problems with this. Yeah. Ah, you're fucking drunk then. Am I? It's insane. <laughs> no, I'm the piece of shit. Obviously, who can't fucking work the game? It's obvious who's the yeah. problem here. But see, now that you held the switch light, though, pick up the switch here, Preston. This doesn't. This feels good. Uh, talk to the microphone, asshole. This feels good. <laughs> Use your own fucking hands. I'm so playing. <laughs> I can't do all this stuff at once. Yeah, so just... Oh, that's fine, too, actually. Yeah, see, so... I, I don't have a problem with the actual size of the regular Switch, though. They're both I, fine. I don't, yeah, they are. They're, they're built specifically for the portable side of it. You know, the only side, of course, with the regular Switch is you can dock it and put it up on a bigger TV. It's better than a Wii U gamepad. Do you remember how big that thing was? You could yes. like, beat someone to death. Yeah, it was clunky as shit. And like the Wii U gamepad would be fine. <laughs> There's actually there was someone on the Facebook hey, like garage sale page for town. Good looking who, uh, guy. What? How are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Maybe I take you out back. What is he playing? He's talking to himself. <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> like a creep ass. Oh, what the fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> I don't think it's creepy. You should love yourself before you can love other people. That's science. I think. <laughs> And with that said, I think that's it for uh, what we've all been playing so far. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm going to move on, asshole. At? Don't laugh at me. Oh, fuck. I jumped right through the clouds on this. You shouldn't let me play your kid's game here. <laughs> I just took all of his lives. Wait, what game was it? I don't know. Oh, it was probably Odyssey. It is Odyssey. Yeah. Okay, I was good at, I was good at Rocket League, though. Okay. You like the Switch Lite, though? I like them both. Yeah, but the Switch Lite feels a little bit better. It does. Mm-hmm. Now, but that doesn't have docking? No, so you can't dock it to output to a TV. It is strictly portable. So I have a concern that, like... Oh, I'd rather have port- or both if I'm going to... No, I agree. That's why I've got both. But like I was saying, the way you're playing Rocket League is that to be able to access the saves that I have on the regular Switch on my light, I have to have Switch Online. Otherwise, I have to rip them from the one Switch and put them on the other. Aren't so I can't just... Are your saves on the card? No. No, the saves are actually saved locally to the Switch. Oh. Yeah, and it's bullshit. So I either have to just pull them Does off one, and put them... Can you still be docked at all? No, it can't be docked at all. No. I assume, if, I assume if it can be docked, it might be able to pull power, but there's an error message that comes up that says, hey, you're not supposed to do this, and the whole functionality for output to TV is turned off. What kind of stupid shit is this? Because the whole point of it was that they... I don't it's even like want the, this fucking thing. Get it out of my sight. <laughs> <laughs> You've angered me. It's like the... Really this isn't my phone. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go like through it. Who the fuck have I been texting? Who is this? I was like, this thing feels smaller than my phone. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. <laughs> uh. <laughs> my bad, everybody. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. It, it really, it really feels like Nintendo's making you pick. Like it is. Do you want to play at home? Get the regular Switch. Do you want to play exclusively on the go? Get the light. And there's no... That's like making 3DS games not work on a fucking 2DS or something. No, no. Like, so this the, is retarded. So, no, so 3DS games will work on the 2DS. You just don't have the 3D functionality. That was all. whole But why would you take away the docking on a... Why, why, why can't it, this work on a dock? I don't it, get why you would do that. Give it time. Someone's. It's this exact same software that's in the regular version of the Switch. Give it time. Someone's going to get in and hack it to be able to actually do TV output. I'm it's sure the someone's same, already done that. It's right. the same. It's the exact same processor, the exact same system on a chip as the regular Switch. So there's got to be a way to go ahead and do it. So why the but, fuck would you take it out? I, 
my assumption, of course, is the portability side of things. Like I said, I think the th- Personally, I think the 3DS is I'm on the way Nintendo out. I'm calling Nintendo as soon as we're done with this podcast. <laughs> Call Shigeru. I'm going to want some fucking answers. Yeah. Why would you have shooting us like this? <laughs> I just I think the three I think the 3DS is on the way out, and I think this is their way the of doing it. It's like Nintendo? here's a portable option to play these games. That's it. Don't you know I like playing my Switch on? BTV? It removes. Okay. Think about it like this: it removes some of the liability of the actual damage to the console itself because you can. It sounds the, like you're making excuses. You can remove the. You can remove the. Shut up. You can remove the Joy Cons. <laughs> you can remove the Joy Cons on the regular Switch. So of course that opens it up to the amount of damage, of course, that the console can take. You can go buy other Joy Cons. Okay, that's one thing. Think I about know it you like work the, for Nintendo. Think about it like <laughs> only if right. Think about the 3DS versus the 2DS. I'm sure, this cool thing called a PS Vita. Oof. Guess what? You can actually play it on your PS4. Not well, but you can do <laughs> it. <laughs> so, the 2DS, they removed the actual 3D visibility part, though. So you could still play games that had like a 3D side to it. You just wouldn't get it. So, there was that, but then, of course, they removed the clamshell side of it that the DS was known for. You could fold up the the DS, DSi, 3DS, so on, to be able to take it with you, protect the screens. The 2DS removed that because kids suck, okay? Kids will break that hinge really quick. I mean, think of the number of people that you guys had come in with broken DSs or, you know, trying to claim warranty on that stuff. You know, that was a big Not thing. Not that many. No, I'm just saying, though, is that this, while it's an all-in-one system, and, of course, if something breaks on one of the sides, I can't just go grab another Joy-Con, slot it in, and be on my way. There was that one person I actually broke their DS for them. <laughs> Well, there you go. And defrauding I think <laughs> It's just, it's a way for people to be able to take Switch games on the go while Remember having that? it all in one system. That's I all. didn't do that. They're not even listening to me. I am far. listening to you all in one system. I heard exactly the last few words you said. Pussy ass No, bitch. it's fucking stupid. <laughs> like, That's my thought on it. I'm not the majority here, okay? It sounds like you work for Nintendo. As well, I don't so. work for Nintendo. Call I'm me. The- <laughs> I am I'm just going right. to get forwarded to well, Travis <laughs> please hold for a customer service representative this is Travis Sherman <laughs> alright we're done talking on that stuff now you couldn't even be mad I couldn't man I'd be like this motherfucker I was like I knew it I was like why would he work tonight he knew I was calling <laughs> this dumb fuck <laughs> I would have so much more respect for Nintendo as a company like, <laughs> if they did that to you, like, fully well knowing that. <laughs> I don't know. Just no. to troll their you. System, their system's automated enough to know that every time you call, it goes right to me, regardless <laughs> regardless if I'm there at work or not. Dude, that's what they should. They should. I don't know how you would ever do something like that, but they should outsource their shitty things to your friends. That would be to talk to your friends to get your shit fixed. <laughs> Like, dude, I feel for you, but... All right. Bummer! (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's move on to the news real quick, then we'll move on to our main topic here. Uh, So, four different news stories I put in here. How long was that? That was fucking forever. I don't think it was. I think we went pretty quick. 45 minutes. Well, it was all really important. You need to hear about Blair Witch. We did. That was... It's important shit. All right, so, uh, gaming news. First one I have here on the list is the WoW Classic... Uh, oh, yeah, DDoS culprit got caught. That. So, according to Blizzard, their IT security team actually was able to track down who this person was, gave all the information out to law enforcement. They were able to catch the son of a bitch. So, a good, on, good on them. I mean, I assume it was probably 
pretty easy for them being the, you know, since almost everything of theirs is online anyway, that they could easily track down who's who. Now, what was he doing? So, uh, so uh, DDoS attack on servers. Yeah, WoW Classic. Yeah, shut down a bunch of servers or even increase the queue time for days. Oh, he works for Nintendo. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, he's trying to get everybody to switch over. It happens while you're, while you're waiting for two days to get into WoW. <laughs> Why don't you play your Switch Lite? It was all orchestrated by 2K. It was all orchestrated by 2K and Epic to get people to play Borderlands 3. Well, they should fix their Epic store. (laughs) So that's been fucking up too. Yeah, they uh, they caught the guy or girl or whoever, dog, cat, whatever decided to do it. I'm gonna go with boy or girl. Okay, off the first part of that. Okay. Well, that was just a quick, easy one there. So yay for them. Good job. I just don't get why people still think they can get away with doing something. On this big of a scale, like you, like you know, at some point, if you like make it, enough it, waves, if it gets enough, it, yeah, it gets enough play that you're like, okay, they have to come get you, right? Now. Exactly. Like I don't, like they might let it go as they're like, okay, you're a nobody. This, maybe yeah. that was maybe that was the point is that they knew they could do it and they get caught. It's like I'm the guy who took down WoW Classic for you know three days or something. Who knows? Yeah, but he's going to jail now though, so I don't. That's think true. That story no, that's going to go over very well with the inmates. What are you in here for? Yeah, I shut down World of Warcraft servers. Who knows, you man? Kidding it is me? A He's going to be time, king man. of the fucking yard. It is, dude, you never, it is a different time, man. Everybody works for that guy. Are you kidding me? They're going to hand over their cigarettes and their anus immediately. <laughs> All right. Next. Episode name, hand over the cigarettes and your anus. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that after. All right. I act wild, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Next story. Next story that we have here. <laughs> French court says Valve must allow Steam users to resell games. So This is a big deal. That is a big deal. This is a big deal. That's so 2015, huge. Valve was sued by a French consumer organization. Um, they all flinch. Yeah, they got sued, and of course it took oh, four did. years. Uh, and they were able to... They actually... The courts ruled in that uh, group's favor. So, Dude, what a cool fucking name for the article, though. Steamed. That's fucking awesome. Isn't that great? They yeah. nailed me. Yeah, this came from I Kotaku. I was hooked immediately. Um, they fucking nailed it. Yeah. So effectively, a lot of the stuff that it ruled against it was... <gasps> so the organization was taking aim at... NFC? If a user leaves Steam, Valve would keep whatever currency was in the Steam wallet. Recent ruling states that the company will instead have to reimburse users who request it. Valve must also now accept responsibility when users say an item on Steam caused them harm, even if it's in beta. Valve's rights to user mods and community content would also be diminished, and the company will have to clarify conditions under which users can lose Steam access for poor behavior. So the biggest penalty to this, though, if it goes through, if Valve loses their appeal and makes no changes, they will have to pay a fine of up to €3,000 a day for six months. So that's a pretty big... Like, if they don't go and change their practices, that's the fine that they're going to have levied against them. And ultimately... Wait, like overall or like for a customer? Um, it's just overall. So 3,000 euros per that's day like for six change. months. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's not but even... the, key, the key thing, though, is that after GPDR passed in the European Union, there's such a big, um, there's such a big push against gaming companies on a myriad of things. You think the, what is it? The probability of getting a rare item in loot boxes, of course, has been a big one too. Um, standard consumer protections as well, and then you've got this. So who knows? This could spiral out to where Valve is not necessarily impacted by those in France, but everybody else in the European Union. And, of course, there's a lot of people over there. Just one game as an example, Counter-Strike. I mean, that's a Valve game. You know, Granted, it is a free game, though, 
but a lot of people paid for it before it went free to play. So there's a lot riding, of course, on that if Valve ends up losing their appeal. But in the long run, it still could become a good thing across the board for all of us. Like, I would like to be able to resell a lot of the titles I have in my library. I don't play them. I'd love to be able to have that. But on the other side of it, I could see... What if you see those giant <coughs> sales going away, though? That, exactly. Like that. That's what I was thinking. Is like, they would find some way to compensate. Yeah, 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 if the market gets so saturated. like Think of the number of people who trade in Madden games or, or sports games you know, from the year prior. Think about it that way, though, too, that all these people who have amassed Steam sale games are just going to flood the market. And so things are going to be super cheap. So yeah, it's like, what's the point of the sale? 19 for uh, 75 cents. <laughs> <laughs> I did buy it for <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I had that exact same thought, though, Preston. So who knows what it's going to affect. But it could be good. Thought? It could be bad in regards to sales, uh, sales, sales to on Steam. Yeah. For... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I said that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't but see the other anything part... about Dana White in this, though. Different UFC, Preston. I know it says that, but I don't think so. <laughs> so is GameStop going to go to France then? Or is it just, is this like a thing they just, they don't give me that look again? <laughs> Who <laughs> knows? Who's the, there, who's the may, French fighter's uh, Maybe Daniel there will be a Cormier? way. Is that the guy's name? Is he French? That sounds French. <laughs> he is not French. What is he? I don't know. Not French. No, it sounds yeah. French. Anyway. We good? You right? Yeah, I'm just look. I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, that's a really big thing, but it's just it, what's interesting about it is that it's opening a door to a lot of different possible outcomes. Yeah, yeah, because it not it's something that we're going to need to keep an eye on to like see really what how this is going to impact us in five years and ten years or yeah permanently because it's not. It's, it's just, just it, weird how Europe is really putting some governing into their fucking video games. Like first with that. The loot boxes like in, shit. in Denmark, not, yeah, no the, yeah. Loot boxes. like loot boxes, yeah. and now this kind of after shit. They, like, after they passed that GP, fuck here. yeah, after they passed that GPDR uh, ruling for the entire European Union, it really put a lot of, I mean, it put a lot of companies on the spot, especially when it came to like paying taxes. But I can't believe the amount of video game news that's come out of that. So this is just one of them. But yeah, is Microsoft next? Is Sony next? Uh, are the, all the other game storefronts next to Origin and and whatnot? So, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. We're going to have to just see because this could be, if they lose their appeal, then that just opens it as a precedent for every other digital market, you know, being put on the spot. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. The future is uncertain. Agreed. I'm I'm surprised they even, they sided with, like, they sided against Valve on this. I would have thought they would have sided with Valve. Part of it is because in Valve's terms what? and conditions, like their actual end-user licensing agreement, is that you don't actually own the game. You're more you're subscribing to it is what you're actually doing. So if you went and bought, say, a game for twenty bucks, it's like you didn't actually buy that game. You are just subscribing to it. And so a lot of people, like when they go pull games from Steam. It's like if you have that copy of the game in your library, you might have it, but you can't sell it to anybody else if that game goes away. Like in the actual market. So you like if you have it, you can't go. So think um think about how like what was it? PT. That was up there as a download that everybody can get and then they cancel it and now you've got people who are selling their PlayStation 4s with that game on there. I mean, is that what's going to happen next if people are going to be selling hard drives? Like I've got Steam backups here installed with this game and I, you can load it up this way and who knows? That'll be weird. Mm-hmm. 
So, moving on to the next story we've got here. This one actually comes from TechCrunch, and this is about a the MTV for the gaming generation, known as Venn. So, a bunch of people came together, some uh, former uh, executives in that from, let's see here, we got Ariel Horn, four-time Emmy, winning producer who brought commercial storytelling from his uh, network days working on Olympics for NBC, to esports phenomenon with Riot Games and Blizzard, and then this guy Ben Kusin, former uh, director of new media at Vivendi Games. So effectively, what they're trying to do is these guys just got a bunch of money together, and they're trying to create. I don't see it as an MTV of games. I see it more like ESPN content for video games. So they'll have live content. They'll put streams up on there from different people. I assume they'll probably have contracts out there in that, and then they'll have some pre-recorded stuff that they're going to show as well. Uh, a lot of the article though talks about that this doesn't this doesn't have any emphasis on putting this like on broadcast television so that way you can like I have dish so I can't go on to dish and go find this as a channel people who have comcast can't go and look for this either this is going to be more like they're going to stream it on on Twitch they might have a Roku channel though too um they might have some smart TV apps that you can go and download but they're trying to conquer this market because especially when it comes down to esports it's a big untapped field where each company is doing their own production. You've got Blizzard with Overwatch League, uh, and I apologize. I don't remember the other names of their individual games, of course, that they broadcast, though, too. You've got five or six different big groups that are actually handing, handling broadcast of esports. Or not esports. Fuck, why did I say that? Of Counter-Strike. Um it's all over the place. So you don't have just like one unified location where all these people are doing all these different streams for different games just in one spot. So it's it's kind of becoming a hodgepodge. That's why I'm thinking more of it of an ESPN <laughs> instead of an MTV. I don't know, but it looks like they can control the content of what the people are putting out because then you're dealing... Because that's why I see later in the article is they control the producing of your shit. If you work for their network... Yeah, so it doesn't mean that they're going to go into Twitch and say, oh, I think this guy's cool. Let's just throw him on. And that, you know, because it could be a detriment to their brand if they just went and did that. So I wouldn't be surprised if they go and have, um, they go and make a contract with Ninja or something like that. Like a couple of the bigger streamers that are on Twitch to actually create content or do streams that are specific to that channel. Man, they're going to fuck so, up my noob on Dead by Daylight. This is going to piss me off, Dan. <laughs> They'll never find it. <laughs> Do you? I watch yeah, a lot really of stuff walk. on Twitch. Do you guys watch? I don't watch Twitch. I watch like YouTube videos. Okay, on things. I, I don't watch gaming. You watch stuff streaming. that people are just recording and then uploading to YouTube. You're not watching. Anything I, I don't watch game streaming stuff very often at all. Okay, same here. I'm more like edited. Yeah, other content. Okay, as for because it for usually it has a purpose. For, then yeah, it, exactly. I mean they know what I'm looking for. Okay, like, I'm on both sides of it. I love watching twitch streams but yeah i can always sit back and watch a fully edited video though too no problem on youtube so i'm kind of in the middle on that i'm if it does work out i'm gonna check it out see exactly what it's like but i don't know yet i'm i when i see this i just get this feeling that there may be a little bit too early or too late potentially because remember there was g4 g4 shut down in 2013 
because I remember the day they shut down that channel. I, I remember that day that that channel went away completely. And that's what G4 was. Is G4 was a combination of, of tech TV and what was G4 back Spike then. Spike TV had shows like yeah. that, too. And so it was that was it. You had X-Play, which was gaming reviews and some gaming news. You had Attack of the Show, which was kind of a variety that talked about games, movies, pop culture. You had... Um, uh, what was it? Um, there was one that showed like a bunch of cinematic, like video game trailers. Um, I can't remember Cinemaplex or something like that. I can't remember the actual name of the show. But they about? had a lot of that though. That was and that was my that was my thing because that was pre YouTube, uh, and that was the thing for a lot of people. Um, and then of course once YouTube came around and people could go and upload their own videos and their own content, it went it just went south. And then of course G four ended up kind of going under bad management where a lot of the things they were doing ended up being more like watching spike tv who are the people MTV? that decide what's cool what's like what do they show on there i don't are these actual gamers who are gonna fucking run this shit like well again that's, that's, is it all gonna be for, is it too. gonna be is it gonna be Fortnite and fucking counter-strike and overwatch and Whatever's rainbow six popular, yeah i was like is that yeah, all yeah like gonna you do? won't see someone streaming dead by daylight on well that. i don't blame them for that <laughs> I, I as an example or are they gonna I, mean, I don't know i i need to see more yeah so here's they actually have a list of investors here which is interesting so they got mark mark merrill co-founder of riot mark's in on this fuck <laughs> uh mike and amy morhaim the co-founder of blizzard <laughs> entertainment um kevin lynn co-founder of twitch so that's an interesting one. Um, and then Axiomatic Gaming Esports Investment Group with stakes in Epic, Team Liquid, and uh, Niantic. So that's – I mean, they're, they've got a list of people who are definitely out there. It's kind of interesting to see that one of the Twitch founders is actually someone who's investing into it. So another one to watch out, though. All right. Last bit of news. And, of course, it deals with Borderlands 3 because, as you I guys mentioned – have you weird it's really it's it's a, it's pretty good actually great so <laughs> so you guys already talked about some of the bugs that you're having but pc's definitely been suffering a bit though too is borderlands 3 gets hot fix for cloud save issue but problems may still persist so this comes from polygon borderlands 3 on pc has been having a cloud save problem where people have been losing all of their progress due to some type of corruption error now that is a big deal that is i would be livid if my level 40 gunner all of a sudden is gone some people have sank like 11 12 hours in will go in and actually show their save in there or their character as corrupt and there's no way to go around and get it so if you enabled cloud save uh by default of course it would always upload your stuff so what they did because it's turned on automatically and a lot of people don't think about it what the patch is supposed to do is it's supposed to turn off cloud save being an automatic thing and i think it gives you a prompt it's like do you want to save it locally or do you want to save it to uh epics cloud uh to their whatever their shit is so it lets you save there that's what it did but it looks like people are still having issues with it to this day and that's unfortunate that really is and part of the question could be though is because it's being managed by epic um you know it's kind of it's the first step away from them using steam as a distribution point for all the borderlands games you know, is that part of the problem? Was Epic just not really looking at a lot of this and something in because they had to be the one to provide the code for the cloud save to be actually to be able to push? It wasn't two K. Right. They had to be the ones that developed that, and two K just had to implement it. So, who knows? I, I, 
do not envy any of those who lost their progress whatsoever, because I'm just thinking back to Borderlands 2 and a lot of the shit there, or even Fallout New Vegas, when my uh, saves would just continue to corrupt themselves. So, fuck that. It was the actual Epic Store, though, that was having the problem, right? Right, right. That's what I'm saying, is that it had to be Epic that made the code, though, to handle cloud saves, and 2K just had to implement it in there for it to to communicate. Whereas all the other games that came... I mean, I don't remember an issue with Borderlands 1, 2... Uh, I don't remember hearing anything about pre-sequel... Um, any problems whatsoever on Steam. Would the game just crash, or would it just not... No, you're... Or, like, next time you load up and shit's not there. Right. Yep. You're, no, it wouldn't just be, <laughs> be not awesome. there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It wouldn't just be there. I would be beyond pissed. <laughs> it, would show, it would show in your character selection, because you can have multiple playthroughs with right. all the different characters. It would just show it as... It would actually say corrupt right on it. So people would go to select it, and it's it would come up with an error message that can't open. So you have to start over from scratch. And there's no way to remediate that with Epic. They're like, we're trying. Sorry. How many people are you looking at here? I don't know if they actually had a count. Do they have one? No. No, I haven't. I actually don't know of what the count is right now, but it's definitely big enough that people have noticed it and they had to put out a patch to fix it. So it wasn't just a couple people. Hmm. So at least they're taking the steps necessary. And then that's the one thing I will credit them to is that any. That's pretty fast. They've they've been very vocal about it on their social media pages. They're like, man, we know there are some issues. We're working on it. Mm -hmm. We got hot fixes. But just the fact that they're, they're communicating. With their community, mm-hmm. I, that, that's more than. <laughs> and if they just would have put out something that sucks to suck, <laughs> just went back to work. <laughs> I would instantly give them all my money. I, 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 I feel like I feel like this was, would be a game to do that, like like a four second video of Claptrap saying that. <laughs> I don't think I so I because be mad. it's like it's like the BP episode of South Park. We're sorry. <laughs> I don't think so because this is big for Epic, the Epic Store. This was a it's big a, release for them. It's just a big it, it's a on huge their, yeah. release for on them. Their resume, you know. Yeah. Like, what of the? Um, is there another one? I thought Call of Duty was also supposed to be this way. That they were only supposed to be on the Epic Store. No, they're on um, because Activision. Like, some Activision, Activision has the majority stake in Blizzard. Um, the Modern War, the Modern Warfare re-release is going to be coming out on Battle.net. So you'll actually launch from that. It's what they did with Destiny oh, that's right, Two. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That was only for a while, though, right? Didn't no, that... Destiny Two is still on there as a launch point. Oh, I thought they. So this is like the first. So big the only thing fucking game that's only been on Epic, right? Right. Um, no. So apparently, one of the news stories they didn't put on is that they apparently paid like nine million euros to put like so that Control game was exclusive to the Epic Game Store. Well, they had that for Metro too, but we're talking games that give. I know. I, I'm just saying is like they paid <laughs> they paid nine million euros, which. I don't know what the conversion is. Let's say close to ten million, probably dollars, for exclusivity. Why do you say that? I don't fucking know. If it's anything like yen, it's not like. But that. guess what? I'm going to do a conversion. That's it. You can do that. I'm right. Because yeah, guess I'm what? We're at the. I know this guy. We are at the. We are at the point now of our main topic here. Well, I'm busy looking shit up. <laughs> <laughs> You say seven? No, you said nine, nine million. Nine, nine, nine million. Nine million euros. Euros. I put milk in. Is that the same thing? E U R O S. I was real close. How much? Uh nine million nine hundred twenty-one dollars. Uh, yeah. Nine million nine hundred. Nine million nine hundred twenty-one thousand and one hundred fifty dollars. So ten million. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Ballpark. 
I don't know how you knew that. You must be a genius. I'm only married to someone from the UK, so there was a lot of currency conversion when it came to shipping stuff from Amazon and such. Hmm. That's it's odd up. that you know so much about this Euro problem. <laughs> what are you saying, Preston? <laughs> do you have something to do with this epic blunder? No, because remember, Preston, ah! apparently I work for Nintendo. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. You're playing that. Oh, that's right, you work for Nintendo. Man, they're behind <laughs> everything. <laughs> These fucking bastards. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the main topic. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. Well, it's yours, so... It's it's mine. You chose oh, the yeah, topic this week. That's so. right. I did make the recommendation. So I had no Give us our intro. It. So this week's topic was it's okay. top. <laughs> top. <laughs> All right, I'm out. Fuck this no, shit. No, nope. no, go ahead. Good day, sir. No, I'm sorry. I said good day. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'll shut the fuck fucker. up. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. No, I'll shut the fuck up. Top moments in video gaming history. Oh, you need to be more detailed than that. That that, that gave me nothing. What does that mean? What, In what are you talking this about? This episode. No, no, no. What do you mean? What do you? What do you? What do you? What do you say when you say top moments in gaming history? So I mean, you could say. Are you talking about a moment in a game? Are you talking about so we're talking, the moments that you've had? Are you talking about actual history of gaming? What are we talking about, Sherm? <laughs> <laughs> the viewers want to know. <laughs> the viewers. This All is a podcast. The they're listeners. actually they're watching. Yeah, that's the same thing. Sure. Fuck y'all. <laughs> They're watching Semantics. with their ears. <laughs> yeah, you got something you can do with your mouth. Um, so these, <laughs> so these top moments were reflecting. You're talking to this microphone. So these top moments were actually reflecting not necessarily our own uh, personal moments in history or within See, I video they games were, themselves. And you just misunderstood. We, <laughs> wait, what'd you guys write down? No, you both, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So we're talking like in history itself. So thing, like give us some examples of things being announced, uh, things being canceled. Um, basically, the history like we can talk from the NES all the way up till now is really like what we're covering. So, so really, you're referring to significant moments in gaming and pop culture history. Ding 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 ding. Minus the pop culture part. I mean, th- gaming is pop culture in general. So yeah, now, that's yeah. right, fool. Huh? You know what? I take that. I take that. Ding 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 back. Why would you? That was, that means yes. That was correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you taking it away for? So Man, I don't fucking know. I'm all God. confused now. <laughs> you got me all messed up, Preston. Man, the fuck's he doing? <laughs> all right. Well, so would you like me to do this? Let's go through the honorable mentions. You want to do the honorable mentions? Yeah, fuck mentions. yeah, we want to do those honorable mentions. Well, Travis, your honorable mention is first. It always is. It, well, that's because you don't put much thought into these. <laughs> Man, that's rough. That all right, hurts. All right. So you're, that hurts you, do you want to Do you want to read yours? Do you know what yours was? I don't actually know. Oh, my God. He doesn't even know what the fuck he's voting for. <laughs> I don't know which one. There were three. Which one? You got to guess. You got to guess. Guess which one it was. Was it the Battle Royale one? No, that's your first one. Man, what are you doing? No. Spoiler alerts. <laughs> <laughs> I do, fuck it. Which Read one? your third one. My third one. Okay. What's your third one? Well, don't touch my phone. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Death of uh, Satoru Iwata and Nintendo's future. Ah. So why would why would you go ahead and tell me why that is a significant moment in gaming history? <laughs> the floor is you. Like- I'm being super serious. 
So I'm his, being professional from now on. You hear me, fuckers? So, <laughs> um, Iwata was a really big uh, professional. Say was <laughs> he was a big visionary with Nintendo. So he was developing games for them, um, going as far back as I think the Super Nintendo, working on a lot of things for them, and finally worked his way up through the rank to become president of Nintendo. So he had a lot of say in things, and of course his last big thing for all of us was the Nintendo Switch. He was a hardware person, or a software person, excuse me, so he did a lot of programming, and that's what got him into Nintendo. And then he learned a lot about the hardware side of things. So a lot of what he did really influenced a lot of the generations going forward. So a lot of the motion control stuff that we uh, got to enjoy in the Wii that moved on then to the Wii U and, of course, the Switch. I don't even understand um, that sentence. What, he was, you, what motion control shit did you enjoy in the Wii? <laughs> Punch out. Just that. That's the only one. <laughs> oh, Wii Bowling. Okay. Bowling. Wii Bowling. Yeah, so Wii Bowling. Wii Sports. No, Wii so Sports. The, biggest, the biggest thing was this, is that him being a visionary, of course, I know Shigeru Miyamoto with all of the work that he's done. I mean, his title now, I think, is like Creative Fellow for Nintendo, just because he's done so much for it. He's so high up that everything has to go through him with a lot of uh, the first party stuff. But with Iwata gone, it was just more of a concern. It's like, okay, the Switch has come out. It's kind of like, what's next? It's like looking at how Apple, a lot of people thought about Apple once Steve Jobs passed away. Um, so for me, of course, I thought that was a big moment, though, too, is he was just, he was a revolutionary when it came to a lot of stuff Nintendo did. It definitely is something that you look toward in the future to see, like, what's next. Mm-hmm. You know, you, there's this passing of the mantle almost when someone like that dies and and you go are people in charge now can they live up to this you know yeah. do they want to do they want to do their own thing so when 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 a big figure like this dies it, it really makes you really see where things could go mm-hmm. plus he wasn't just a he wasn't just a the president they're just sitting there behind the scenes just letting things run of course he was very personable he was very out there he had his uh i want to asks uh segments that he put up on youtube answering people's questions he was always there to show off all the different things too he was just a very well liked person and he definitely tried to make sure that you know he did the best for his company hell when the wii u struggled he ended up taking he ended up cutting his own pay because like okay the wii u's doing bad we're tanking here i'm not going to take any more pay now and i think the rest of the executives followed suit because he was such a a good leader as that's why i'm thinking it's like you know he we lost someone good there i would agree the reason i did not have it even on my list or actually i might i had it low i think i had it low on my list Mm. was i was actually more excited to see what nintendo does now like you were saying because i've always thought nintendo has been kind of a slave to their traditions like, I don't see a lot of innovation from game design from Nintendo. Like, they come up with new ideas. Like, Wii was the most innovative thing I had seen in a long time. But, I mean, really, when you think about a Switch, it's basically just a console. It's just portable. Mm-hmm. They just combine their two biggest things. So, I'm really excited to see what they do with new blood running some of the ideas. Because you weren't going to overthrow him. You weren't going to... Your ideas were not going to overshadow his. Like, I think his last, wasn't it Zelda? Wasn't wasn't he working through Zelda, making an open world? And he it wasn't, and didn't, it wasn't didn't, him. Didn't, it was he didn't, he, didn't he tear it down? Mm, I don't remember that. I don't think so. I don't know. 
<laughs> I, just, I, 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 can't, I, I don't remember who the hell that was. For from. me, I thought, I thought that was a big thing, because if you think about a lot of the folks who have worked in the gaming industry since, like, even the, going back to the original Nintendo, I mean, it's it just seemed like he was one of the bigger, more no, yeah, personal I, ones. So. Yeah, he's a very in, prominent figure, I guess you would say, yes. Yeah, that's why he was on my list. It's a good one. Yeah. Just not as good as ours. Sorry. That's fine. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I've now come well, to your other honorable that mention, though. Do you do you want to read your next honorable mention? Oh, it was me. It was you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is the second one or the first one? It was your first one. It was the first one. So the Battle Royale Revolution. And boy, oh boy, Battle Royale Revolution. This motherfucker who only plays Apex is going to put Battle Royale Revolution played on this fucking Played a bit of Fortnite, list. played a lot of PUBG. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> Play Apex. It's, I, I, the only reason I didn't have it is because I thought it was premature to put that on because I don't know if it's just a fad for five years or whatever, and then it, it it's very gone. Well, it very well could be. Um, every, obviously, everybody's cloning it. There's, yeah, yeah, there's so yeah, many right. Battle Royale games out the there. the issue with it, really, is is. It, is it going to go the way of Guitar Hero? Is it going to oversaturate? And in a couple of years, people are like, man, I am sick of this, and then we're not going to see any of them. That's well, a that's, a, bit, well, that's the know? big thing, is that when these games came out, it's not like you have a PUBG 2 or a PUBG 3 or a Fortnite 2 or a Fortnite 3 or Apex 2 or Apex 3. What it is is that it's just taking the base game and just evolving it with new seasons. I mean, Apex has got Season 3 coming out now. Um, PUBG's been adding new maps. Of course, Fortnite has their seasons, which their most recent one is actually a Batman season. Because, what is it, Batman Day was just yesterday, I think? It is insane how big Battle Royale is, mm-hmm. though. Like, when, you that's why put, For- when you think about Fortnite, like... That's you, why I yeah, but you there. could be right. Like, mm-hmm. five years from now, you could be right. This could be a huge fucking thing. Because like, I don't think we've ever seen something like a genre like that take off. No, no, because you've got your shooters, you got your puzzle, you got your platforming, you got your racing games. Yeah, even like no. Grand Theft Auto was doing open world or anything. It's nothing. Like and that's that. the thing is, like Fortnite wasn't even that wasn't even it. Fortnite was tower defense. It was a paid game tower defense, and then Epic's like, "Huh, PUBG's doing this, and they're doing really well. Let's just take these assets that we have and just duplicate theirs." It's just amazing how much money there is in it. Yeah, agreed. And like especially we for were, it being a free to play. Yeah, even when we were talking about like. And that'll even have its hand in like the stuff we were talking about earlier in the news with mm-hmm. those uh, MTV game places or whatever. Like you know, Fortnite and Apex, they're going to be showing that shit. Yeah, yeah. Like that's their; those are their big money makers. So I just think it's premature on that one. But I'm with you that that is a big thing. I even had it voted pretty high on mine. Wow, dude. I give it a whole point. I actually appreciate that. <laughs> Gotta tell you, I kind of appreciate that. Thank I gave you, it Preston. a whole point, buddy. It's pretty sweet. That's okay. Well, I'm sorry. It's, I just I, I thought that was a big one in history, just because I think it could be. Like a, it's got yeah. potential to it, be. Yeah. I, I just I, say that just right now. Yeah, it's definitely recent because I think the year I put down was 2016. I think that's when PUBG came out in uh, beta. But I think I don't think it's too premature to say that necessarily because again, it's like every other game has been a shooter, a platformer, a racing game, a a music game, and that it's like this just ended up being different. That you could just dump all these people in. And even though the game is the, the the same in one case of the map and and that, but weapons are different, the game is always going to change. And for games like Fortnite and Apex, they're free, so that doesn't that means that you don't have to have any money in front of you to actually go in and yep. play that game. That that's why I consider that, and they've been raking in tons of money doing it. So that's why I consider it. So anyway, that's my part. You can move on to the next one. 
No, like I said, it was just the same thing with uh, then, um, Iwata. Thank you. <laughs> My words are good. <laughs> I'm good with words. I'm. I could just. I'm excited to see where it goes, but mm. I just think it's too early. Anyway, so that gets us to the real list. Number ten. This one's Brandon's. Let's. I'm gonna read Brand. You want? Who wants to do their Brandon impression? By the way, Brandon is uh, not here with us tonight. Of course, He's if you haven't figured that out, yeah, he don't feel good. <laughs> you want to do a Brandon impression? No, I'm good. You want to? Do- <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, that's gonna be rough. <laughs> I don't know if I can do a Brandon impression. I don't even know what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Brandon's number We're 10. We're just going to laugh over it. Just do it normally. No, I'm going to do a Brandon impression. Okay, so uh, uh, what we got... <laughs> Shut up, Dan. What we got here... Uh, so I think uh, we got Microsoft bombing its reveal for Xbox One. If you think about that, that's really cool. Like, if you think about it... And then the fallout that caused them to make a drastic change this whole console generation... That uh, I don't think we would have seen otherwise that will influence competitors and upcoming generations. So, uh, what you have is is the uh, Microsoft bombing on its Xbox One reveal. <laughs> I don't know if Brandon liked that. Brandon, was that good? God. I don't know if he's going to like that at all. I think he felt that at home. <laughs> You're not going to like that. I think, I think I know what made him sick. <laughs> Your bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad. He felt I will not do that, that again, Brandon. Ran the toilet. Man, I shouldn't have picked the biggest one to read for that, too. <laughs> he has a one sentence one. Like, yeah, like, hey, let's read a paragraph. Yeah, like, fuck. Okay, so. Fuck, I almost want to move that. Actually, I didn't have that voted for at all, I think, on mine. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I didn't think that was really a huge thing. Did I? I think the key one with this one. No, I didn't even vote for that. I was like, I didn't think that was a huge thing. I actually had Travis's. Uh, Battle Royale higher than that. The key thing with this one, though, is that Microsoft presented this console when announced. Of course, it was like, okay, the Kinect is going to be packaged in. You're going to have a camera always staring at you. You're going to have the. You're going to have a voice assistant. They didn't even say it was Cortana. It was just gonna be like you have a voice assistant there to be able to bring things up and be able to communicate with people without having to use a microphone. But at the same time, they made it as an all-in-one kind of media center home theater PC that oh, you can also play your Xbox games on. Uh, being able to pass your actual TV signal into it and you can use it as your uh, program guide to change channels with was definitely a big part. Being able to just consume a lot of media, having the Blu-ray player in it, since that was a first one, since the Xbox 360 had straight DVD. Um, yeah, they, they positioned it as not a, a gaming console. They positioned it as an all-in-one system, like a computer. All I think that it did was just move it back one generation because that's basically where they're moving now. Right, it, yeah. it, it, it's they've postponed their development by what, and not even their development. Like they're still the what is it, Scarlet? Yes, Project yeah. Scarlet. Like it's going to be almost all download. Like they're they were moving that way, and it was just a little too yeah. soon to. But I don't think it. it, it I don't think it, it hurt the development of the console, the exactly. next no, console generation. No, but of course, there's a lot of the concerns. Is like you need to keep your Xbox on at all times now to be able to communicate back, especially if you use that family sharing functionality, because that was a big thing they were pushing. And then we talked about this earlier, just kind of re-reviewing the list was um, no backwards compatibility. But of course, we know that's completely gone now with the number of Xbox and Xbox 360 games right. you can actually play on there. Um, you know, they were actually able to find a way to put an emulator on there. And I think, honestly, I think since it came out and they got past a few of those kind of, huh, hurdles, it's become a great console. Well, I think that's that's kind of where we're coming from. Where we're mm-hmm. like, it's not 
it didn't really seem like that big of an issue because they, it's a small thing they took out. They're like, okay, we won't make you do that. Yeah, they they mm-hmm. they yeah, but the cracked on their work yeah. very quickly, and it wasn't it wasn't something that grew into this massive issue that was causing so many people issues. It was just. I guess you could say maybe it screwed up their lead in the console wars between them and Sony because Sony wasn't as fucked up in the beginning. That's true. And the lead they never caught. But, I mean, the next console generation, it starts all over again. Wasn't like, it? Like, Xbox 360 beat PS3, but Sony beat in PS4. Like, it'll... Was, how long of a turnaround time was it, though, from them doing the E3 presentation to them being like, well, okay, we hear all your feedback. We're going to... These are going to be the changes that we're going to make. Like, what was it that they did? Because they got rid of family sharing. I know that part. It's like okay, we have. It's like if you want us to meet the needs of these, that we have to, we have to make a sacrifice. It was like no time. Yeah, yeah. Like I thought, like a week. Like it was like they did the E three announcement. They got all this feedback. It was like the next week. They're like, okay, okay, okay. We're. I don't know if it was that fast, but that. I mean, yeah. I don't recall it ever being a problem for me, so I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, and that that was why it was low on my list. The issue never grew into something that's really even notable. hmm. You know, like like it never affected me in any way. So. No, it took know. me forever to get an Xbox One. I didn't buy that till Christmas time of 2015. I bought mine the day of. Yeah, we're, we're day ones. Yeah, I, I wasn't. No, I, I, I was I in that connect, but it was like yeah, whatever. I had an Xbox 360. I was in that transitionary period of playing more PC games than I was console. So I was like, mm, eh. But then once I got Maybe. it, I mean, I started playing more and more on it. Is that what Brandon's like, talking about? Is the connect? Who does knows? he want to see more connect? I don't know. Does he, Brandon? Do you want to see more is connect? It, uh yeah yeah I want to see more uh dance <laughs> <laughs> okay what's next so good <laughs> what what's next Dead on, on. <laughs> what's next on the list there? number nine we have another one of Brandon's you want to read this one oh you're doing so well <laughs> <laughs> okay so Brandon's uh his second one he had uh the Dreamcast was ahead of its time the first console with online multiplayer and online capability. Really, um, I had this high up on my list. I thought, or around the middle of my list, I thought that is a big fucking thing. I missed Dreamcast, it, and it killed Sega. It did, yeah. Like Sega yeah. went to, yeah, Sega went from making consoles and that to just licensing. Yeah, and they were, they really was ahead of its time. Like mm-hmm. it's still was was that strong as an Xbox almost. Mm, yeah, because actually pretty close, Xbox, yeah, pretty yeah, like, like remember, like comparable. Microsoft actually stole some design elements. Like the original Xbox controller looks like the Dreamcast controller layout oh, and everything. Shame. That's something that was not good about. That. Yeah, that was a bull- <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe they maybe they go for a different look. <laughs> and that's funny that we that's funny the Dreamcast is on the list because it celebrated its 20th anniversary last week. Yeah, I I think it's years. I think the Dreamcast has been a lost system. Like I feel like it's gotten its due overall. Over time, like you see a lot of remakes, like Crazy Taxi and shit that comes out for the mm-hmm. Xbox. They're like, it was like you said, it was just so ahead of its time. Um, I guess that was higher for me though because that was I was such a huge Sega guy. Like I, I was much more Sega over do, Nintendo. So, do you guys? Think, I thought Dreamcast was awesome. Humor me. Out of all of the different things that have gone on, of course, like not necessarily just hardware that's been released, but a lot of the cloud gaming that's going on now too, like with google stadia coming out here soon you think sega could ever come back into the market you think sega could attempt to make hardware again and come back outside of outside because they just released what is it the genesis classic so it's like the super nintendo classic where you have like 20 30 games on it no i don't think they're, they could ever yeah. come back i no. don't think they can't like the thing they would use they fucked up beyond or like so you can't even use sonic because right. he's so shitty now like they don't even know how to handle their own shit no they fucked okay. up they're done 
That's unfortunate, though, because that was a cool system, man. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I had it. So I had it in the middle of mine. I don't know why you guys had it a little lower. but Yeah, because Brandon and I had that pretty high up. Oh, actually, Dan, you had that really high up, too. Yeah. I don't even yeah. know my order. You had it as your number. You had it in the number 10 spot. Oh. Why, why is that so low for you, Travis? I liked everything else. Yeah, including you didn't vote for your own, though. <laughs> you didn't think Battle Royale was good enough. <laughs> All right. Well, oh God, remember, did you ever play a game called uh, Wacky Racers on the Dreamcast? Not. It was a kart racer. It was so shitty, but man, it was it was based off some fucking cartoon. Oh man, I remember playing the shit out of that game. And sh- I remember the cartoon, but I don't remember. Yeah, that. it was it was the game just based off the cart. Oh, it was such. It was Ooh. so fucking dumb. <laughs> I want a fucking dream. I think I have a Dreamcast. You have a Dreamcast? I don't think I have one anymore. No, I know Ben. I never has owned one. one. I know Ben has one. Did you have one? I never owned one, but you I never did play one? on it. Oh, okay. I know Ben has one. Number eight on our list. <gasps> Travis, this is yours. Ooh. Do you want do you want to do it? Wait. It's your it's your second one. Oh, so this is the one that was this, this tied with Dan's. Yeah, this one. was with Dan's, yeah, because it was the announcement of the Xbox. Well, actually it didn't. I don't know how that happened, but it didn't. Did you mix it? Yeah. No, I got the numbers right. It's just what they added up to be. Yeah. I I <laughs> I agree with yours, Dan. I couldn't, I, uh, to be perfectly honest with you, like I was really sitting there thinking about a lot of the things though. And I thought that was a really big one. Microsoft, of course, being known for their PC, uh, for all their different software at that point in time with windows office, um, you know, for them to put out a console was, hold on, hold on. They don't even know what the fuck we're talking about. I didn't even say it. Okay. So it's the announcement of the Xbox back in 2001. Dan also has, uh, his answer was Microsoft joining the console wars. Yeah. Kind of just threw those two into one. That, okay, that's what. Go that's ahead. Really, what Go it ahead. is? Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. That's what it was. No, I, mean, I, I hadn't even told them yeah. what the fucking <laughs> sorry, number eight. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. It's okay. We're go there ahead. now. No, go ahead. Yeah. You were talking about your. No, that was that was a big thing. I remember watching the announcement for that. Like I remember seeing a lot of the different. I mean, that was early internet stuff, but I remember seeing a lot of different things, especially looking at the uh, video game magazines that came out trying to show that thing off. I, I thought that was a big deal because I remember what was it? I was, I never owned an original Xbox, but I was friends with people in elementary school that were able to actually get their hands on one when it came out. I remember being over at their house playing Halo, and then again we talked about it in our um, top uh, local co-op games. Was Mac Assault was a big one. That was the console I played Enter the Matrix on when that first came out. If you really think about it, was, it though, isn't it more Halo than the Xbox itself though? Because Sony had a chance to buy Halo. It really could was. Could you imagine? Halo was Could you imagine be... the Xbox might have died just like Dreamcast if they now, didn't remember, have Halo? Remember, Halo was supposed to be actually on Apple computers. Sony had a chance to buy it, too. Yeah, it was For... supposed to be. Yeah, because Steve Jobs actually brought Bungie up, and it it didn't look the same way. Like, some of the elements were there. But, um, no, it was actually supposed to be released on Apple computers. It was like, oh, Apple's going to try to be doing this. And I know that Apple had a console kind of at one point in time back in like the mid 90s but this was their way to actually have it on a computer so they were gonna do it with bungie and then microsoft's like hey we're releasing this console why don't you why don't you come over here and give us the exclusive rights to to this and sure enough yeah we got halo now as being a microsoft stable so it launched a console like it did if if we were gonna give any props to a game Mm -hmm. like it really should be fucking halo i that's what you should have put. We're gonna say that's what we're gonna. T- I'm gonna change yours into Halo. 
I said I'm going to put it higher on my list now. That's, <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you. That's no, that's fine. Uh, so are we fusing that with mine, my third one then? I don't know. So now they jumped in two spots, though, because yours is also <laughs> at number six, not number eight. Mm. Yeah. I don't know um, because they were they were basically they were the same thing. I mean, Microsoft joining the console wars was the announcement of we'll the say, Xbox. We'll say yours was Halo, and then his was that's fine. Yeah, that way we have two separate ones. And that's this perfectly isn't fine. Using somehow, Brandon vote anyway. He would have voted for uh, something else. Now, okay, so I don't know, man. It's just crazy to think what would have happened if one game. There's an alternate universe where there's literally just PS4 and Switch. Yeah, I mean, there would be no one no, to combat yeah. Sony. They killed that's them the all. That's the thing, is that Sony would be and That's the... actually why that's on my list. Yeah. yeah. We'll get there in two positions. Oh, yeah, we will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, he's, he's giving me some uh, something to think about there. <laughs> Which gives us number seven. Dan, that is your first one. Formation of the ESRB in the 94. Yes, I had that lower on my list. Sorry. I had that one up higher, I think. So, it really me. is big. I don't know why I put it down low, because that really is a big thing. The whole thing why, started up from... Really, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, yeah. From the blood. Yeah. And so, I think the, for me, the reason why it's it's so important is because, you know, it was it was something that the the government was going to get involved with. They were mm-hmm. going to start regulating our games, you know, and the game companies themselves were like, okay, we have to form our own to stop our them. own board here. Yeah, because yep. I really sat there and I was like, what what would gaming look like today if it were governed? By governments, they're still threatening. Like they were still threatening to do that with like loot boxes and shit. Like you guys need to fix this shit, or we're coming in. There right? is and, a bill still kind of going around in debate in Congress right now for the loot box stuff. So yeah. So to think that that much power over really everything, if it had gone the way of the government, so like, would we even have those kind of games today? Like like really hardcore violent shooters and stuff. Uh, you know, there's always a scapegoat nowadays for, you know, shootings and stuff. It's like, would all of those games not even exist today had the ESRB not been created? Yeah, because I think if the government stepped in, isn't the government the ones that, like, aren't they the ones who ended up regulating, like, the music industry with that parental advisory explicit content sticker? Wasn't that a federal thing? I don't think that was, like, a record label thing. Fed- I don't know if that's federal or not. Yeah. I honestly don't think... It would be a problem. I think we would still have been, maybe not as fast, but we'd still be to where we are today because there was FCC, you know, for TV, and it's progressed. Like, it, it's just a natural thing. People become more and more desensitized to it or okay with it, whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. So I think eventually, I think that's my maybe why I have it lower on mine is it, I guess you could say it would have been like a, it's an interesting way to keep the government out of games. But I still think games would have made it to where they are. Hmm. I like Mortal Kombat too, so I would. Yeah, but it, of course, games were getting more and more realistic. And I guess when what date was that that you had for the ESRB formation? Uh, it was in ninety four. Ninety four. I don't know the actual like day, that. Date okay. Like, the, uh, the only reason I was just thinking about that was because not only of the realism of the blood and that in Mortal Kombat, and then I think there were some other things that were out. Doom too. came out that year. Yeah. I was thinking more of like the year after because the year after was the Oklahoma City bombing. And generally it's like you think nowadays, though, too, with a lot of the school shootings that go on, it's like, oh, the kids are playing video games and that stuff, too. It's like I was trying to think, it's like, was there some type of tragedy that happened that kind of led 
partially to that though too. So, I don't think so. I think it was Mortal Kombat. I think it was. Yeah, it was, no, it was, no, yeah. no, that's why I was just was, wondering. Yeah. I was, I was trying to remember times. Was all I think it was, so. fucking parents drop their Freak jaws out. when they're like, "Holy shit!" You can punch <laughs> this guy's head off. That's they're ridiculous. Like, yeah. yeah, my kids are gonna do that now in real life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no kidding. Man, they shit their pants if they saw what they do now. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> It's fucking just show, just show eats them, their brain. Go, just take just take the first Gears of War back, and then when you show them what you can do with a Lancer, everything's fine. It's just crazy to see how that bar has been moved, though. It's always to going what to gets, be. Um, your because were there any games back then that even had the over seventeen? There were a couple, but a lot of them like were retroactively branded as such, like some stuff back from like the NES days. There were some. Adult style games that came out. A lot of them Plumbers were most like PC. <laughs> My God, what was it? Have you never seen the game Plumbers Don't Wear Ties? No, it's what like some CD-ROM game. It's so fucking weird. You should watch it. I'll show you later. All right, it's pretty fucking bananas. Yeah. That game should have had that. Yeah, that's a that's a big moment. I had that. I would. I had that in my list. Too. I just for me it was like. It's a good it was, alternate it was universe. It's almost kind of like a like a stamp on gaming that was like, "Hey, we're big enough to warrant the entire government eyeing us to seeing what we're doing to Part, try and regulate us." Yeah. That was kind of like a, a signifying moment. That like, "Hey, the gaming industry is big now." Yeah. No. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, you're so big, of course, and you have this influence on people. That okay, let's talk about now the what government you're doing wants here. to step in. You, yeah. you know, if you're that large and the government wants to, I just remember put its finger in there. Well, that's. I just Yours remember, only shows up because of mine, which is later in the list. So I just remember being a kid, and I remember when I like I remember being a kid when I actually owned my first like mature game, mature rated game, and it was Grand Theft Auto yeah. Three. That, that's the thing is like it was a status symbol for that though too. It's like you're you know it's like you actually have this, and it's like yeah my it's like part of it of course like yeah care. your parents my parents trust me of course they know that all of this is. A fantasy thing anyway though too so it's like any of this is gonna happen i'm not gonna go take a car and hey just it's go nice to people. see that your parents could sit you down and talk to you isn't that and, great yeah and just explain it to you and not just fucking make i miss old school parenting man you actually <laughs> had parents <laughs> so where you could do that shit and instead of just blaming everybody else for shit anyway what was that at what number was that dan seven so we're at six this one's yours too buddy it was microsoft jumping into the console wars in 2001 so I think up until that point, because I know later on the list we'll talk about it, not different console war, but I think at that point the two big ones were obviously Sony and Nintendo. And I really feel like they each knew who their audience was. So there really wasn't a whole lot of competition. I know there still was because, I mean, they're still trying to compete for hardware sales and whatnot, but... As far as even, like, games go, it wasn't really... Nintendo was the family-friendly version, and Sony had really everything else. So I think when Microsoft joined in and to compete with Sony more than Nintendo, I think it was... I don't know, it was just a big deal. It was, what can Microsoft introduce that Sony isn't doing? That I think that was a big part of it. Is it's like what can Microsoft do different? And Microsoft was big too. That's like saying that's like saying if Amazon all of a sudden decided to make a console, it's true. It's like that big money to be thrown at of yeah. a console. Like Sony wasn't. Sony was into all of this shit. They were TVs. Yeah. They were VCRs back then. 
or DVD players. Maybe that was DVDs by then. Yeah, because Sony but Sony was a hardware they were, yeah, company. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were in everything. Microsoft Microsoft was software based, software and services based, and then yeah, once it's like they came out, that was a big difference. It's it's exactly like that. It's like Amazon, of course, being this retailer of all these different goods, and now you can buy or Google. a tablet of theirs. Yeah, you can buy a tablet of theirs. You can buy an actual TV box of theirs too, just to plug in. Yeah, same with Google. Google was all services, and now of course they've got. All their hardware, the Pixel phones, they've got uh, tablets and laptops and such. Stadia and then, coming out. Yeah, was, exactly. Was, and Stadia, in gaming, yeah, Stadia. does the same thing. Yeah, and is, is Stadia going to be the same way out of everything? You know, is it going to introduce something different? It's like, what does this offer different than the com- uh, competition right now? And it's I really felt what, like they were a company that joined the fray that could create a big enough of a wave to make other companies want to innovate again. Mm-hmm. It's like we have to now step our game up to, to stay competitive. Yep. So I really think that was... That was It'd be pivotal. weird. What would Sony be right now? If, if, if they had if, no competition. If, right? Yeah, like... Would they become stale and complacent with how or, they are because no one is really mm-hmm. fighting their market space? Or would Nintendo step up? That's the other part of it is that it's like Nintendo has its niche of being family friendly in that, but would they have taken the leap and maybe we wouldn't have gotten the Wii? Maybe we would have gone from the GameCube to something more powerful. That, yeah, that was still at a time when Nintendo could have been. Yeah, they could have. They could have taken out Sony because Nintendo was just at the tail end of N sixty four with, and then with the GameCube coming out when yeah, all that happened. Yeah, and GameCube did just fine against PlayStation and or PS two to a point. To a point, it did. It had it's a Nintendo product, so it had its market. But PlayStation really had that down, and then yeah, Microsoft really kind of kicked some ass there with the Xbox. Yeah, that's yeah. a really big one. I agree. I had that actually. I had it number six, so mm-hmm. I had it perfect. Attaboy. boy. All right, number five. This is one of mine. Brandon, you want to read this? <laughs> Shut up, guys. <laughs> sure do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Dan. I can't, I can't do things if you're laughing. I'm going to turn my chair around, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I had the Genesis versus the NES, the beginning of console wars. I just remember that was the first time I ever... Like, Whoa, there, would be, there would be fights on the fucking playground if you <laughs> would fucking be a Nintendo guy over a Sega guy or something like you that. You're a Mario guy or a Sonic guy. That's what it came down to. Yeah, or how'd you want to play Mortal Kombat? With the blood on or off, you fucking pussy? <laughs> so you'd get was it on Genesis Gen- the one that had it off that it was green? No, Genesis, Genesis had it, had it Genesis on. Genesis uh, Super Nintendo had the, uh, the code for it. That's right. Even though the Super Nintendo was better. I had I couldn't remember which one it was. Yeah, but it was... And you could... That was the first... Like, back when they had the... I know some people don't know what this stuff is. They have gaming magazines back then, and they had Nintendo Power and that shit. And you could see the fucking advertising campaigns against each other. Sega does what Nintendo Nintendo don't. That's the one I really remember. Yeah, I remember that. And then they would start going into like blast process. Like this one has thirty two. It's like no one even knows what the fuck that means. But but they would be like they would fucking go after like no we have 32 you have 16 just remember shit. a lot of the advertising at that point not just the sega does what nintendo don't but it was like a lot of the advertising was really in your face like a lot of the yeah. tv stuff was explosions and lights everywhere and that too like it was like this is this is the next greatest thing like all this action coming from here and nintendo didn't really do a lot of that 
I don't remember Nintendo having. They no, had ja- some, they had some good advertising, but I don't Nintendo remember a just lot had, of They're like, face. we got our games. You know who the fuck. You know who you're coming to. They were established. They did, but yeah, because they had because they had done NES. So I was watching were, a yeah. video where they're actually going through some of like the most. I'm not going to. It wasn't explicit, but it was some of like the most interesting ads that some people had put out. And Nintendo had one for the Game Boy, and it was some kid playing on a Game Boy, and there was some like it was like some woman tied up in bed in like. Um, it was, like like laundry, it was like a laundry, like a ninety or something like that. It was, <laughs> no, I'm being serious. This ad exists, and once we're done recording, I will try to find this for you guys to show you. Well, but it was you that. It was like one. it was like here. Here's this. Here's this woman tied up. You know, you can do whatever you want. It's like, are you play on your Game Boy? That was one of the ads that Nintendo put out. That was like one of the more interesting and like right in your face ones that I remember. But for Sega, it seemed like it was just it was really popping all over the place. Explosions, lights, and like here we're we're awesome. We're better. Well, it was because that was the. The Genesis was almost as good as the SNES. Like they, mm-hmm. they were really comparable in a lot of ways. So it was cool to see a system. They're like, no, we're just as good as you this time. Because the what was the fam? What was, ah, not the family. Uh, was the one before Genesis? What was the name of that system? The uh, Master System. Thank you. Was Master, Master System, system before? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. Master System. Yep, that was on. Yeah. Um, and that was nowhere near. So it was cool to see those. Like you, like you said, you had choice now. You're like, which way would you go? And it was cool to see developers finally start going, we're going to make our game for your system. Like, that, all that shit started then, and it was just crazy to see that shit. It was the birth of the modern console war. Yeah. Which, unfortunately, Sega fucked up. And is now gone. Nintendo, still going strong, though. Sure not getting shit. <laughs> Sit down, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> Shut up, Dan. God damn it. <laughs> I just fucking looked at you. <laughs> I know, but I can't help it. Okay, so our number four on the list. Dan, this one's yours, buddy. Is it? I don't know. I fucked something up. <laughs> what did I do? I don't know. What did you do? I don't know what the fuck I did, man. Just, just roll with it. Come on. Nah, man, I had the ESRB on this one, so we already <laughs> talked about that. We're going number three, I guess. Oof, okay. So yours was way, your ESRB was way higher, apparently. Okay. I don't know what the fuck I did. I just didn't want it that high. I was doing it for what I thought it should be. <laughs> <laughs> you and your piece of shit ESRB. Um, so our number three spot is yours with the uh, online gaming introduction in the late 90s. Tell me about it. So, you know, I was thinking late 90s, early 2000s, really more... When the MMO genre kind of was birthed and took off, and it was just, and it was especially you know with 2001 with with Microsoft and stuff with the original Xbox, and you could finally do online Xbox Live and, and everything, and it was the the first time where you could really play a game and you didn't have to just go over to someone's house and sit on their couch and do something. So that was the, the fact that you could even do that, and and internet speeds were finally catching up at that point because you know they had. They had tried that before, but it was just not really feasible to have a good internet for a decent price at that time. So, it was really... it a Star Ocean or something? One of the first ones that, yeah, something like that. And they tried that shit. Yeah, look at me. I know some video games. <laughs> so it was. It was just. It's what you expect gaming to be now. Is you just want to hop online and play some games, and and so this is the birth of that whole online revolution really that's why i had it so high on the list was because of thinking where it is now 
how much has evolved in the last 15 years, 20 years? I know there are games now that are like, it's all online. Like, fuck, there is no single. Right, exactly. There's like, there is no game here. Like, that boggles my fucking mind to think that there are games that are all online. Now, we're talking about online gaming. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I had to step away there for a second. I know, you had to poop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it really was the birth of modern gaming. It really is. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, Do you I have know. any thoughts on online gaming? Mm-mm. You have no thoughts on online gaming? Because you played nothing but. Who are you? Who I? I am the guy who <laughs> fucked up the list somehow. I, <laughs> I am good at lists. <laughs> I find it strange when a game comes out nowadays that doesn't have some sort of online connectivity to it at all. Like anything that's single player. Like So I'm playing Link's Awakening right now and there's nothing online about it at least right now that I can see. I think maybe the dungeon creator portion actually has some online functionality to it because it's like Mario Maker. You build the level, you have to go through and play it after you build it. And com- and completely finish it. Think about that. Like so back it's in the two like, thousands, sharing your levels and shit. Like yeah, that's it's like they're like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> what do you mean you help them make the game? Too yeah, like, like that's yeah. yeah, it's crazy. But then, but the other part too, when it comes to the online stuff, is that you're not just given a game at face value when it when it comes out. Because back in the day with cartridges, you know, no, nothing that had online connectivity. It's like if there's a bug in that game. That was That's there. it. That was it. Yeah. That was it. Now, on the other hand, though, you got day one patches. You were connected in. You get a game put into your. Console. Oh fuck! I didn't even think about shit you like think, that. Yeah. Think about how many. Yeah. Think about it. You put that game in there. Like what was it? Um, the most recent Tomb Raider game that came out had a completely different ending in it, and they patched away with it with day one. But the only way it was found is because some guy had um, internet problems, and he was able to actually see this this ending that wasn't supposed to be there. Which Tomb Raider was this? I thought it was the most recent. The Shadow? Shadow? Yeah, I think it was the most recent one. Maybe yeah, they should, they should have stuck with the original because what they gave me was shit. <laughs> I can't. I, it was one of them. I'm sure it was the most recent one. But it was a big deal what because was? of that. Yeah. Day oh. one patches completely changed it because it's like, oh, crap, we have this problem. It's like, no, back in the day, you're given a cartridge with a game on it. You're, you're either. And it allows you fucked. to put a game out that's unfinished and you're like, we'll just we'll do it as we go. No Man's yeah. Sky. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll. No man's why, more like. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you piece of shit. I love that. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, you don't. You're an asshole. Um, <laughs> that takes us to number two. These are both mine because I had awesome answers. So mine was E.T. and the oversaturation of bad games that almost killed the video game industry. Everybody needed to have a fucking console, didn't they? At that point in time in the 80s. Like, everybody had a console. Yeah, the only out. good game was Pong. The the duplications of Pong, of Pac Man, of of Asteroids, Galaga. of Galaga, yeah. Well, and the big, I mean, you had the games were so obscure and vague, you didn't know what the fuck you were supposed to do, and there was no way to find out. And Unless people just Google it, you yeah, know? you can't just Google that shit. Like no. ET, like ET actually works now because you can get a walkthrough for it, and they're like, "Oh, it works just fine." But when you're playing, you're like, "What the fuck is this?" You have no idea what you're supposed to do, and it was a bunch of games like that. It was like the Indiana Jones games or anything like yeah. that, and so it was just crazy to see that they almost killed what has become what what how many you think I don't know billions like 180 billions a year. I don't know how much the video game industry makes a year, but it's, it could be. It would be gone if someone hadn't come to fucking save and, it. And Nintendo took a risk because they were making arcade cabinets, and they decided to put out a console 
two years after the crash. You know, they... I they, think that's right. Yeah, they took that... Yeah, they decided to come back and research... Um, you know, so that was a big risk, of course, with everything. And hey, there was that documentary. They went and dug up the landfill and actually found all those copies of E.T. Yeah. Even though Atari said they didn't exist. It's like, no, we didn't no, do that. It's like, ex- yeah, you fucking did. They exist. God damn, man. That's just... Yeah. That's fucking bananas to think how it could all be going. But it was. I mean, that was... Everybody wanted a console. Everybody wanted games out. Shit right there. Yeah. What? That's some more alternate universe shit right there. Well, and, yeah. and this... I mean, honestly, those old systems, they... They were shit. They were put together badly. Like, they were not well-built hardware. A lot of them were... You'd get to... Like, if you try to find one now, good luck finding one that fucking works. Yeah. Like, you'll... Almost everything... You'll have to fucking mod some shit. And that was why it was like... It was a more... It became more of like a multi-purpose machine. So, like, the Commodore 64 was one that you could use as a computer. Right. But then you could also play games on it, though, too. So, you had multi-function applications, whereas you had... seen some of those games. (laughs) Yes. Whereas you had things like the Atari 2600, though, which was strictly just a game... a, A video game console. That was it. Yeah. So, there was definitely a weird branching off. I didn't think you all were going to have that as high as I did. That was a big fucking deal, man. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here doing this right now, of course, too. If I'd find something to talk about. There'd always be a Blair Witch. (laughs) Dead by Daylight was going to happen, no matter what happened. That's what I'm telling you. Uh, Let's see. Our number... Choose your own novel. (laughs) Oh, I figured out what it was. Okay, so I figured out what I fucked up on the list on. I don't know how I did this, but number 10 was actually Brandon's. So just move everything down one um, from your... Fuck up at where I did your ESB, ERCB, or ESRB at four. For some reason, I've just fucked up Brandon's. Sorry, Brandon. I, I feel real bad about this. Brandon's was at number 10 with number uh, his first one with Nintendo going back on their deal with Sony over the CD-ROM add-on. I actually didn't know much about this. So I didn't either. I, this is, you, really? Yeah. yeah. I, this, this is was what birthed the PlayStation. This is where PlayStation came from. So Nintendo had entered into an agreement with... <laughs> So Nintendo had entered into an agreement to create a peripheral for the Super Nintendo. So you remember on the bottom of the Super Nintendo, it had an expansion port? Did you guys ever see that? Yes. So Nintendo had partnered up along with, I want to say it was both Panasonic and Sony, to create a a CD-ROM peripheral for the Super Nintendo um, that would allow the next generation of gaming. So that way it was like it was one console... I can't remember exactly what Don't it was. Don't they have they're a CD ROM based? Not, I guess not a Nintendo no, system. No, but. they didn't. No, they didn't actually have something CD based until the GameCube. Yeah. I'm just thinking the no. CD ROM Zeldas. So what happened is, is that they actually had working. Um, they had a working console out there with it. Uh, He's never seen the CD ROM Zeldas. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. They were. They were, oh! those were. Those were not even. <laughs> those were not even Nintendo. Those were 3DO. Hmm, they were something. Oh boy, you are in for a fucking treat tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get naked and watch some CD on Zelda. Just the naked part, yeah, the really like, important like, part. Like, okay. Yeah, the actual name <laughs> like, of it. You promise? <laughs> the actual name of it was the Super Nintendo CD ROM. That was the actual name of it. Sorry, sorry, bro. So Brandon. that was actually. I thought that's I thought that was it, but no, it looks like it was something. So there you go. That's it. Interesting. Yeah. So it was a Super Nintendo with uh, CD-ROM drive capability built into it. Like, how then, close did they come to actually getting this done? That's a fully working console in that picture right there. That's fully working plug-in. You could use it at least like with Super Nintendo cartridges there on the top, or 
Famicom cartridges because it never made it to the states. Right. Um, they were close, and then they they pulled the plug. They were like, no, they did sorry, cartridges and CDs. It was supposed to do both. It was, it was supposed, supposed to, to be both? yeah, yeah. So uh, originally, like here was the like I'm on the Wikipedia page for it now, but yeah, there was the concept is to use that expansion port on the bottom of the Super Nintendo to add in a separate drive. It's kind of the same way that later on that Nintendo was supposed to have that disc drive that was supposed to connect to the bottom of the N64. They released it over in Japan, but they never brought it here to the States for that. This was a precursor to that with Sony. But no, this ended up falling through and ended up becoming the PlayStation for Sony because like, we've got all this stuff here. We just need to develop some things for it, and boom, that was it. Brandon, I'd like to apologize. This should be higher on the list, not mm-hmm. number 10. I mentioned it at number 2, though, so that's pretty sweet, don't you think? That's a pretty good thing I did right there. I fucked up on purpose. You're welcome. I'm sorry. Ignorance kept it off the list. They created. I feel bad. So in the wiki uh, Wikipedia article they have here, it says they created 300 prototypes of that system, and someone ended up coming across it. That'd be fucking nuts if there was no fucking PlayStation, dude. Like, yeah, it's wow. Yeah, this started in 1988. That's almost unimaginable. If you if you think about that, because then you might think that Microsoft may may never have thought like, dude, fuck it. Nintendo owns it. They are gaming. You. There is no other. Like, because if there's two, you're like, okay, maybe there's room for three. If there's one and they own a monopoly, like, there is no new, there is no second NFL. Right, exactly. Like, it owns it. Okay, so here's where things fell through, just... That should be way high up on the list. Brandon, I'm moving out to number two. I'm making an executive (laughs) decision. That's fine. Don't worry, I got a pen. So, effectively, what happened is this, is that Sony wanted to... So... (laughs) We all know we all know how Nintendo is with retaining rights over their property, both software and hardware. Yeah. Sony wanted to retain exclusive rights for this format, which they called Super Disc. Um, it said that they would retain control of the format with Nintendo ceding a large amount of control over software licensing to Sony. So to counter it, what happened is that Nintendo wanted to continue on with doing this, so they went and talked to Philips, the uh, the electronics company Philips, to do their own end of the development. And that's where um, Sony announced uh, the... um, What happened is that, I guess, as things went on, Sony wasn't aware of any sort of discussions, and uh, Sony announced that they were doing this, that they were doing a Super Nintendo with a CD-ROM drive in it called the PlayStation. And then Nintendo, like, the next day... Yeah, it says here, next day, Nintendo revealed its partnership with Philips. So basically, they just pulled the rug under from Sony like the next day at the exact same conference. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you those those kind of things happen weeks and months before, so they knew that shit was yep. going to happen. So but, basically Sony had put out all that effort to make it and so without that agreement falling, we wouldn't have had Sony as a competitor. That'd be fucking nuts. That's like a I guess it's okay a little lower on the list, but Big that's like a really deal. big what if. That's a huge like what if if like Nintendo just owned gaming. That's that would be a thing, but then that would come back down to, you know, that would be then okay. Could Microsoft enter if Nintendo had definitely pushed beyond that? You know, it's like could Microsoft have become just the second one instead of a third one? Would they have even wanted to? How, agreed. Yeah, because it's like really. what? Because again, it comes back to the same thing. Because even is then, second was still a thing. What could yeah? Back it's then, like, so what could Microsoft do better? You know, or hell, it could have probably gotten to a point that Sony, even with their partnership with Nintendo, Sony could have bought Nintendo, or Nintendo could have bought out the gaming division of Sony. Man, how big would fucking Nintendo be? Yeah, 
Where would we be at now? And imagine if Microsoft did try and step foot in. Nintendo's like, hey, guess what? We're going to make PCs now. No. You're going to step on our foot. We're going to step on yours. Making their own OS. Have, yeah. That's a, that's a pretty big uh, what if. Yeah, no right kidding. There. That's a pretty good one, Brandon. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck that up. <laughs> I should have known more, Brandon. I'm sorry. If you were here, you that actually it. with both that surprises me. You didn't know anything about that one. Fuck you. No, <laughs> no, no you're right. No, it, I, I didn't. Know. You get the chance. Look more into it. I'll think about it. I feel like I got a pretty good lesson from you. You should teach video game at college. Teach video game in teach, college. Teach, teach video you realize- game in college. It's okay. a it's a real sentence, uh, and okay. I use it all the time. Okay. <laughs> I will go get my degree in video gameology <laughs> for you. <laughs> Shut up, Dan. God, I can't fucking a, keep a straight face. For you, Preston, I'll get a minor in Nintendo as well, okay? No, I don't want that. Just so you can answer your calls. Your customer complaint yeah. calls. I'll have a degree to do it. <laughs> that should be the name of the episode. Hello, this is Nintendo. <laughs> Fucker. All right, that takes us to the number one. Okay, that's pretty sweet. You, you excited, Dan? Are you excited? Very. You want me to read it as Brandon? Just for old time's sake. <laughs> I'm going to do everything next week as Brandon. I don't give a fuck. He's not even going to know. Because he's not listening. He don't give a fuck. He's got his head in the toilet. He's not listening. <laughs> in the toilet, my voice sounds like Brandon. Number one, we have the NES is released and saves the video game industry. And console gaming becomes a thing. Well, console gaming this is kind of is like a, a This thing. is a cause and effect, I guess, of yeah. my... Console Previous. gaming already was a thing. It's not, just not a, a no. Like it was, it was existed. Mainstream. It became a thing. Yeah, I remember NES man. I had an NES. My dad said that was the first time my dad said, "Okay, you can have a video game," because he couldn't fucking get it. He didn't. Under, he didn't understand how it looked so good between that and he played Frogger. <laughs> so he's like, "Oh my god, this is fucking amazing." Yeah, like I, I honestly see that as like the NES no. to me is the origin of gaming like mm-hmm. like that's you where it playing starts tech mobile for the first time yeah like it blows like, your oh fucking mind God, i'm playing football yeah it, it was just such a jump in quality super mario bros and duck hunt yeah one cartridge play both that was just that was on point and it start it starts like social gaming if you want to say it like that mm-hmm. like with your friends like you're like okay how'd you beat this like shit and because it had the two it controller had codes inputs, yeah. and shit and that was the only way you learned was fucking on a recess man yeah. like it started this podcast motherfucker NES is the shit and it started it all that was why I had it number one biggest thing I could think of for gaming mm-hmm. without NES none of this shit happens it even had it even had multiplayer it had two controller inputs and um, I know there were a couple games you could play both at the same time but then of course two like player, Super Mario like, Brothers bike mm. yeah that was the day. Yeah. Like even if, yeah, two like fuck, I was even I thinking think two was, players, yeah. I remember Double Dragon on the Super or yeah. on the Nintendo, oh, and then I remember like you um, get such good games, Battletoads. Battletoads and, was Super Nintendo, I think. I don't think it was original Nintendo. I thought it was original. I think it's, I think it's Super to the internet. I think it is Super. I think it's Super. I'm not 100 percent on that though. Let's see. But mm-hmm. just to think, like, would anybody have ever stepped up again after it was dead? I don't know if anybody would have had, like, that's like a huge, like, what the fuck would this world be if we didn't have video games, man? Food for thought. Food for thought, Dan says, while Sherm is taking a tanker stinker. (laughs) 
What the wow, fuck it really was. No, it was no, it was for this Nintendo. That's what wow, I thought. Okay. Yeah. Wow, I said it was Nintendo. I just said the Super One. I was I right. You. I was half right. <laughs> I didn't say Genesis. <laughs> it was. It was. Wow. Was it really? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was released for the NES in '91. So the so the NES was already still the bad games on NES too, but the NES was there for six years, and then that game came out. So oh, shit. So how long between NES and SNES? Uh, we could take a look here at the console history real quick and so see. So think what about happened. how fast it turned it all around. Let's see. Uh, People fell in love with the NES. Yeah, they got this weird addiction to it that just. Not, yeah, like and everything. like he mentioned the controller. It all felt good. Yeah, it, so it wasn't, it wasn't one button like a fucking five, Atari controller. Five year difference. So the Nintendo was released in the NES was in eighty five, and the Super Nintendo was in ninety. Ah, it's fucking crazy. And it my saved first the whole console thing. My first console was a Super Nintendo. I got that one in about ninety five, maybe. So it had already been out for a while, but. That was awesome. The, and this one by a landslide two points, guys. So we all agree. Very, dude, this list was all over the fucking place. It was fucking crazy. We had more modern stuff. We had a lot of cl- I, a lot of emphasis on classic stuff. I mean, it seemed like we w- really went with like. Well, I mean that's that's the birth of it all, you know. Yeah, none of it would exist without this class. This yeah, wouldn't be. Like, this that, wouldn't, that's kind yeah. of what it came down to. Like yeah. like you were saying, like some of your battle royale shit, like that may prove to be fucking huge or. Mm-hmm. Like to see where Nintendo goes from here, see, like those, but that that just like what was lower. Really. See, as we were talking about this stuff though, too, I had another one that came up to mind. I, I, we'll make it an honorable, it honorable mission. It's not Halo. No, <laughs> um, it's definitely a more recent one because nobody's still really sure what's happening with it. Is VR? Is like the resurgence of VR? Is that yeah. the Oculus Rift was just a Kickstarter that people are like, hey, we want to bring VR to the masses with PC now. Because VR was more of an arcade thing, and uh, you know Nintendo had tried it a, t- a tiny bit, I guess, if you want to call the um, Virtual Boy really VR. But a lot of your VR stuff was really limited to what you saw in the movies and what you could play actually in an arcade. And now you got full headsets that you can go and be immersed in all these games in now, and it's and you're gonna download the whole thing. You don't even have to have a fucking console. You're just gonna download it right on. The yeah, thing. the Oculus Quest. Gonna give you a controller, and you're like. What? (laughs) That's just fucking bananas where we have come to in gaming. I'll call that an honorable, honorable mention. That's a good one, too. It's better than your fucking other ones. Actually, I like two of yours a lot. God, man. They were just every fucking time. (laughs) What I'm going to do is just like this. It's like, I'm going to present the couple that I have to press and be like, hey, what do you think of these? And then he can help curate them. Well, I should because mine won again. I would have won last week if Brandon hadn't stolen Bioshock from me. (laughs) <laughs> I did do that because I'm an asshole and then I went to hide for a whole week you piece of shit jeez man I, Brandon said it <laughs> <laughs> is my impression of Brandon dead on or what guys I don't know it's, it's, yeah, it's segment of this podcast every time he's not here just <laughs> I'm gonna like do a- it while he is here okay so next week when we do this no one say a fucking word alright I'm just gonna start doing the voice and he's not gonna know what the hell's going on <laughs> Unless he listens to this and then catches on. <laughs> Nobody listens to this. <laughs> I think we got a pretty good security. No one's listening. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> With that said, I think we're uh, done for today, everybody. So 
thank you for tuning in. Of course, if you want to check out this podcast, the one or two listeners that we do have, we truly appreciate you. I do. I love you both. Please yeah. share us out. We're You're on anchor.fm slash the dash NPCs dash podcast. You can get us on Spotify and Google podcasts as well as us on our Facebook page where we share out our most recent episodes, news information, polls, all this other crap too. Still trying to work on that social media, at least from a business side is still a new thing for me. So just doing what we can there. Uh, but you can check us out there. Facebook.com slash the NPCs podcast. So thanks everybody for turning in. Uh, Everybody have themselves a great night. Bye. Later.